I never knew how to swim until I jumped in and swam, did some M's. Paddock on my wrist, a chandelier, and I had it before Cali did. Another, 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 I buy some shit and I take it to places she never would go. They know, they know, they knows it till she won't wipe in their nose. Double up, pulling up, collecting three double loaders to back and forth. Hear the music, Jay. Woo! Wait, that didn't sound digital. <laughs> oh, shit, the voice back from a vein. It's live now. Rest in peace, take off. Welcome, welcome back. We are here with another edition of the A Bad Influence Podcast. I'm your host, Devlin Taylor. A Bad Influence Podcast. I'm here with my guy, Jay. Um, huh? Like that shit. What, the name? Yeah. I'll go back and cut that. Um, it was the same. Welcome back. And well, as you can tell, Jay is no longer in Hawaii. Yeah, he. he is back in the, the contiguous states, the VA, the 703, live from Jody's basement. Yes, sir. Yes, we are. We're back yes, where we started. Well, we started virtually, actually. And then. That's true. But but but, but we're, we're back where we're more comfortable. Exactly. With the, with the ideas really started flowing, the basement right here. Right. Uh, How's everything going? How's everything? We've been talking for a minute. It's going. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm back from Hawaii doing what I had to do there. And, and now I'm, you know, figuring back my life back in Virginia. <laughs> figuring our life back in the 703. Oh, yes, man. Uh, well, you got to watch football for the first time. A good slate of football for the first time. Caught yeah. some commander football, didn't, didn't you? I did. I, I got the whole game for the first time. Yes, he did. Well, well, we can go ahead and start. I can go back to using the sounders a little bit. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. that I can hear shit. When I yeah, was away, I, I, I couldn't know, hear I, anything. I, if you guys listen to us virtually, you guys really fuck with us. Because that real. shit was... I appreciate y'all. They, for real, man. That was a struggle. <laughs> that was uh, uh, there. Uh, Drake's not here right now, but he will be uh, live with us soon. He is in the area. I do know of that. Um, I don't know, maybe Friday or something like that. We maybe do a podcast. We're, we're we're busy, man. We're working, men, family, men. We we got things to do. We're working on getting this pod to the next level. But like I said on the last one, you know, we're not making money off. Hey, this, once so. we hit the next level, I won't I won't have jobs to do. I will, I'll have this to do. So this will be the main focus. But for right now, we we've got it. We we put as much effort as we can into it, and I'm, I'm yep. I'm happy with that. We, we just love it. talking football, and when it's not football season, we love talking shit about anything. Really? Anything. Anything. Uh, except, nope. 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 No. Never mind. No. Nope. 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 Uh, let's go ahead and start. Week nine had a good amount of teams on by this week. Um, let's see where we starting off with Thursday, and that was Philadelphia as they went out to H Town to face the Texans. Spread was thirteen and a half. They did not cover. It was twenty seven seventeen, I believe, which they won by ten. Um, they kind of went to sleep about two quarters, but I mean, some people kind of say they don't haven't earned the right yet to do that. But it's also Thursday night football, and I think that's just a 
crapshoot. You never know what you can get with Thursday Night Football. You can get a blowout. You can get a close game. You can get a high-scoring game, one lowest-scoring games ever. You never know. They're undefeated, so it's like they, if they take a break off on a quarter and they still win against a bad team, is it really that big a deal? As long as they win the game, they showed up enough, and that I think when they play the big teams, they'll they'll be ready, and, and they look like possibly the best team in football right now. Shout out to this Houston team, though, because they could just be rolling over the teams right now, and they kind of do go out there and they compete. Now, yeah. granted, they lose, but, I mean, they don't make it easy for it. Uh, you can't just go in there and just put up 40 on them, and it's going to be over with them. Remember two years ago when I said the Houston Texans had no hoax, they had no first-round draft picks? Yeah. Those two years have now passed, they got and a they're starting to be hope again. Yeah. Like, we knew they were going to be bad these last two seasons, but now they've got multiple first- and second-round picks over the next couple seasons. Yeah. I, I saw that on Thursday night game. I'm kind of all right with Davis Mills. Maybe they want to move on with him, but they got this the, the running back. What's his name? Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. He's nice. A hard runner. Yeah. He, he runs with passion and intensity. He, he could be a top five back. Yeah. The only thing and I heard someone say this is that you hope that like they're able to figure it out before he becomes banged up because like right. he runs hard as hell. Like, right. But he's a rookie, so they got five years. They got five years with him, so you never know. Um, but like I said, I like that they go out there, they compete, they don't turn over. And I don't know if Lovey Smith is the final solution for them as the coach, but like no one goes out there and they don't bitch complain. Oh, we don't have this. They go out there. Excuse me. They fight hard, play each game. They they cover the spread for most of the parts. Um, shout out to the Houston team. Philly keeps going on undefeated. They made a trend for Robert Quinn to uh, beef up that defense a little bit. So I don't know, man. This this could be they. And I don't know if I can't find it. I can look up their schedule right now. The but. crazy thing is, like, even though they're the only undefeated team, they're not locked in to win the division because the NFC East is so good this year for no reason. For no reason whatsoever, all of a sudden the Giants popped out. I don't know. It's like everyone's pieces all started to come together at the same time, and it's it's from worst to first. Only the NFC East is ever like this. Okay, so here's what Philly's got next. They got the Commanders next week, Monday night, right? Say that's a dub. Yeah. Uh, after that, you know what they got? Colts. Dub. Packers. Dub. Titans. Tough game. That's a tough game. That's a tough game. Tough game. I'm not going to say who's going to win that. Th- that's a tough one. Pick them games, maybe. But they could get that win. I might bet on the Titans if they're still undefeated. Yeah. I'm probably betting on the Titans. So, we're looking, what are they talking about? They're 8-0 right now? At that point, they'd be 10-0. They'd be 10-0. Yeah, because they'd be, boom, 10. they go 10-1. Then they got the Giants. Tough game. I'll give them a loss just, just, game. just to Division be reasonable. Game. Yeah. Then they got the Bears. They beat them. Dub. Then they got the Cowboys. They beat them once already. So we'll say it's a loss. We'll say it's even, just for fun. Then they got the Saints. Dub. Yeah, dub. And they finish it out with the Giants. Dub. So you see them, what, three losses? Yeah. Thir- hey, man. 13-3 or 14-3. I see them still cruising. They can cruise all the way. You yeah, never know. It's true. Never know. Um, well, then we move on to Sunday, which is the Chargers versus my Atlanta Falcons, but they could not pull this one off versus Chargers. Justin Herbert in the L.A. Chargers pull it out. Uh, did you see this game? Anything on Red Zone? Um, not really. Uh, I saw the Chargers pulled it out, and that that was really all I had. I'm pretty sure Brandon Staley went for it on a fourth and two, or took a two point conversion that was not necessary because that's sure. just what he does as a head coach. Yeah. Uh, Miami at Chicago. This game was interesting. Uh, Chicago won this game by three. No, uh, Miami. Miami won. I'm sorry, Miami won by three. Yeah. Uh, Justin Fields. He had 120 yards passing, but he had 178 rushing. Wow. Right? I didn't realize that was what happened. Yeah, that, that someone said a historic game, and I was like, what do you do? That's what he did. Oh, my goodness. Right. Um, he's getting better. He 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 has a place in this league, and 
He he's just needs to be on a team that's talented. And the Bears are starting to get a little better. And they acquired they, Chase Claypool in a trade. They stayed in that game the whole time. It was like yeah. Dolphins would go up 10, and then the Bears would respond. But they just couldn't get over the hump. And that's all right, though. He's a young guy, and he's he is getting better. Yeah, he is. And um, they went out and acquired Chase Claypool in a trade. So they kind of mm-hmm. added to that receiving core. I think you got him and Darnell Mooney. You got at least two targets now. Um, so... Who knows? They're not, obviously, they're not winning anything this year, but I mean, but next okay. year, you never know. Like, yeah. they, they might be in a good position to. Honestly, take when, over. when you're rebuilding and not enough teams understand this, it's, it's, yes, you want to win games, but when you're rebuilding, it's not about winning games. Yeah. It's about establishing a culture and, and giving effort and improving week to week. Like, you're not going to win all the time because there's some great fucking teams out there and you're not a great team. Yeah. So I, I'm. Uh, yes, I, I'm. I like what the Bears have done this season. Even though their record's not great, they the games I've seen, Justin Fields looks like a competent quarterback. He just, you know, he needs some help. I think this is the perfect year for you to even want to re- rebuild as a team. Yeah. I think this is a great year for you to rebuild. I think it's a great year if you have a rookie. Well, NFL's so competitive. It's so competitive, but this year, the, there's not a lot of great teams. Exactly. That's what there's I'm not saying. Not a lot of great teams. That's there's good teams where it's like. Yeah, you can sneak a win, but like if you put a rookie quarterback, he might not get dominated like it's been, we've seen in the past. Like, I mean the the we we talked about it before the the podcast. I see I see six contenders, and it's Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, uh, Titans, Forty ers I don't know about the Titans anymore, really. I mean, they're I watched them hang with the Chiefs. I know they, they got with, it. They hang with the Chiefs, so they have. I mean, they potential. I don't know if they're contender, but but that makes them a contender. Yeah, contender. Okay. Uh, the, the, so what those was that, five what was that other team you said forty ers forty ers and there was one more. Did I say the Eagles? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's one more, maybe like the Chargers or something. But there, there's like six. There's yeah. there's about five, six, seven uh, contenders, and that's not a lot in the NFL. Like. Yeah. In the NFL, it's usually even, like half the league can get it. You say contender. There's only about three teams that I feel that are like definite. Chiefs, Bills, Eagles. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. And those are the only three quarterbacks I think that are playing above right. any other level. Everyone else is yeah. average or good at best. I mean, right. even Joe Burrow, he's been good. Well, Joe Burrow doesn't have the offensive line. It's a miracle they yeah. made it to the Super Bowl last year. It's I mean, not going to happen again. They, the offensive line they got, I, they keep saying it's not have. They have yet to have cohesion. I don't know how long it's taken, but he's just been good. I mean, um, you're not going to have cohesion if you don't draft new offensive linemen. They drafted one in the first round this year, didn't they? You no, know, there's five offensive linemen. Right? Yeah, and then they signed some. They signed like two in free agency. So okay, they, so they, they are adre- trying. They addressed it. It's okay. like they went out there and dressed it. It's just not. They're not co. You know, not, they haven't gotten oh, together yet. I, I was about to. Not, not yet. Go ahead. Go, you no, jumped ahead? I did. Uh, well, speaking of Cincinnati, they went and they played Carolina. We talked about Joe Burrow, but he blew the fuck out of Carolina. We already know what's going on in Carolina. It's fire sale shipwreck. You know, I don't know why. I thought they would have traded DJ Moore, but I guess they're like, we're going to keep him as the yeah. one piece. DJ but. Moore got traded in my fantasy league. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only place he's getting traded. No, I, I thought he would have got traded. I thought, I'm, I'm jumping ahead to say, I thought Alvin Kamara The trade line, deadline was... Did it last, happen? It already happened. Oh, last oh, week. that's oh. why you saw all those crazy trades happen last week. Oh, it's which, usually the NFL's not like that. So someone said this was a very NBA like trade deadline. Like players are moving, which is like I, I thought. See, I see what you're saying. I thought you would have seen Alvin Kamara got moved because what did the, what did the Saints have? Well, the Saints actually they've got a decent defense. They they actually have a structure. They just don't have a quarterback. Is they, it? They don't even have an identity. Michael Michael Thomas. We want to talk to someone that took a bag and ran with it. Um. Anyways, oh, but but if you watch that Ravens game, Ravens Saints game last night, 
There was one throw that Andy Dalton just sailed, touchdown right before the half. Yeah. And, you know, then it would have been 14-7, and, and then the game kind of just got out of hand after that. But I just don't think they have any identity of what they're doing. That's because they don't, they don't got a quarterback. Then that's part of it, too, but it's just, I don't know. I'm not going to say fire sale, but I don't know. I would have tried to got some picks. Fair enough. Um, speaking of a team, that's they are lost. Green Bay at Detroit. Detroit came in and, and took one away from yes, Green Bay. Yes, sir. Packers pack it in. I, 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 the it's week over. before, I said, I can't I can't keep betting on the Lions. And then I saw Lions-Packers, and I said, ah, I got to do it one more time. It came through for me finally. You know what? Fuck both Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah. Because I— it's clear Aaron Rodgers doesn't like the Packers, and it's clear the Packers don't like Aaron Rodgers. Yet they keep doing this tango where they just keep staying in bed with each other when no one likes each other. Just, move, move on. Yeah, just trade. Move him. on. Like y'all don't want him here, but like you gave him the money. You don't want to be here, but you took the money. Like, and I guess maybe because for so many years it's been, well, they're just good enough. They can still be the number one seed. Well, now you're out of form. You're not anymore. Right. They they got no weapons whatsoever, and they refuse to ever address the offensive. Uh, and, uh, so at first, it was Aaron Rodgers' fault. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rephrase it. At first, it was Green Bay's fault because they didn't draft the necessary pieces around Rodgers to succeed. But I would say starting about three or four (coughs) years ago, maybe five years ago, it started to be Aaron Rodgers' fault because he took on a massive contract. And then he just started being, like, really bitchy. And even though he was, like, right in the way, in, in, in some of his criticisms, he did it. In a really obnoxious way. He did it in a shitty way where we're like, he's a douche. But at the same time, he wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. And they didn't address the offense like they should have. You continue to keep drafting defensive players. And this defense, it doesn't even look that much better. But, like, why did he re-sign with them? That's my point. That's the thing. That's the point that I don't understand. That's where it becomes his fault. And why did y'all re-sign him? Right. Obviously, y'all don't want this. And... Well, I get why they re-signed him because he's talented and you want the talented quarterback. For him, yeah, but it's, that's why it's his fault. But obviously, you also want to rebuild. Like, it's clear that they want to rebuild, but they keep feeling like they have to build for Aaron. No, like, let him go. He been he wants to leave. Like, I don't know. They're both doing that. But think it's not about fault. let him go. It's it's Aaron Rodgers. You were a free agent. I, I agree. I, I'm saying I agree on both hands that they're both just yeah. fucking dumb. Exactly. Like, where they're both... You it, keep resigning. They keep taking. They, back. they were. They were like, okay, we got a Super Bowl Brett Favre. We recycled all the way to Aaron Rodgers. Let's just recycle again. It didn't work, and now they're work. scared, and like, they don't know what to do. And it's a shame what they've done to these rookie wide receivers. You, you put them out there with a quarterback that you know has absolutely no fucking patience to watch them grow, and you're going to stunt their development because you, he's so angry, and he, he's obviously he's obviously tuned out. All right, I got a question for out. you. So. Let's say the Packers go five and twelve. All right, <laughs> that's just funny. They get a great draft pick. Right. What do you address? You got to figure out what you're doing. I say, if you get a great draft pick, get another great, great, great draft pick. Trade in Rodgers. Trade him. Okay, that's Trade actually him. a good like, answer. Like it's okay. You know what? It's over. Like the magical run we had, where it was. Look, at some point, you stuck with Brett Favre for so long. He kept retiring, unretiring, retiring, unretiring. At some point, you said, you know what? Enough's enough. You're going to the Jets. I'm, I'm not going to lie. You just kind of floored me with the answer because that's like a great fucking answer. I was expecting you to say, like, you know, we need a quarterback, we need an offensive lineman, but you're like, no, trade Aaron Rodgers and get more picks so you can get, get as many picks. of those things that you need. Get as much as you need. Right. That's trade a great Aaron Rodgers. Like I said, at some point, you kept doing the same tango and dance with Brett Favre, and then you said, enough. To the Jets, you go. Yeah. Go. 
Send him to the Carolina. Well, I just got daddy over there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, Aaron Rodgers needs to go to like the 49ers or something. No, don't send him to the 49ers. That's what he wants. Send him to the Panthers. Right. Send him to the Texans. Right. Send him somewhere where he doesn't want to be. Right. He thinks he hates being in the miserable cold in Green Bay. Well, wait till you're in the country ass Carolinas. Go out there. And then that's where you end your career. Then maybe he'll demand a trade to the Vikings or some shit like that. Maybe he'll try to do just like Brett Favre did again. Who right. knows? But move on. It's the time is now. Send him to the Patriots. Time is now. Send him to the Patriots. Let, oh my God, him and Bill Belichick. Yeah, that'd be great. I love that shit. <laughs> I don't even care. Like I love that shit so much. Because you know, at some point, you'll be able to reel on the sidelines and go fuck yourself from Bill right. Belichick to Aaron Rodgers. Also, there's that, and it's like I'd like to see you know. The Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers comparison in its greatest light because the Patriots have gotten back to kind of where they are with their defense. Like yeah. their defense is is looking as good as it was when they were championship contenders. Right. They're just figuring it out on offense. You if put Aaron Rodgers in there. Let's see what happens. Like I'd be really interested in seeing He'll that. Find something to complain about. Oh, I know he will. But let's, my offensive coordinator is not good enough. But, but are they going to win games? That's what I'm. At. I think they might. I, I'd be I, interested to see it. Also, think he's getting older. And he is, but quarterbacks are lasting longer. They are, but kind of aren't. Tom Brady did, but look at Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford still looks good to me. I I don't know. I watch. It's that. just his offensive line. It's his old line, and he's got. He's clearly got. And I'm not even going to say it's him. There's clearly there was something with more with that elbow injury, in my Fair opinion, enough. with that surgery, where it's like y'all can keep telling me like it didn't affect him, but it affected him. Right. And it, it's not a bad thing. Like that's what surgery. I mean, I, do. S- like, I still see him make some pretty great throws. I I'm, hate that coaches do that shit. Like, yeah. Oh, well, no, no, he's perfect. It's like, no, he had surgery. It's okay. We understand. He's going to look yeah, different you don't wanna, after surgery. You, you can't, you can't and I'm not saying you don't want to give out weaknesses yeah. or anything like that, but to keep going around acting like, no, no, there's nothing wrong with his elbow. That's what you got to do. Like, you got to act. It's just weird. There's a weird, it's, yeah, you got to act, but at the same time, I just, not act honestly, because honestly, like, you don't want to give the media any type of honesty. I was about to say, it's on the media for asking all the time. Type of honesty. That's, that's, and that's the, part of it, too. It's man. the media, uh, you know, and. I don't know if it's the national or the local, but like if it's the local media, that's on you. You got shitty, like like the Washington team. They got a shitty local media, and so we always have drama. Like yeah, that's why Ron is getting all this attention because in Carolina they have a good media. And he doesn't. Now it's not even that. I wouldn't say they have a good media. They have a smaller media. But We're that, a bigger media market. It's same thing with us, New York, L.A. Yeah. When you're in these big mini markets, I was talking to my grandfather about this with the L.A. Lakers, where it's yeah. like not everyone can be a fucking Laker. Kobe Bryant said that once. Like, right. yeah, you could be a great player. It doesn't mean you could be a Laker. There's so much more that comes with here. Like, there's glitz, glamours. There's more media. There's more lights. You can fall for anything that can take you away from the game. Same thing with any type of big media market. Us, Chicago, the big media markets, there's going to be more eyes on you because there's more cameras. Right. You're getting more cameras, and you don't know what to say. Not everyone's going to agree with your opinion. When you're in Carolina, there's a smaller media market. You have a way higher chance of winning over the people saying, yeah, you know, this is me. When you get to the media market where everyone has a different opinion, especially yeah. in D.C., where we're so divided anyway politically, you're going to have people divided sports-wise. That's a good you know point. I, mean? I just feel like I just feel like the Washington team asks such shit questions, but the Patriots, their media is just so good to the well, organization. That's a, that's a media team that's used to winning everything. Yeah, that's Like, true. they win all the time. They win in basketball, football, hockey, baseball. Fair enough. They know how to do it. New York is just a fucking Well, then why can't we just get a winning media culture, you know? (laughs) Can't they just get it started and act like we're winning and not be jackasses to the team? (laughs) No, they can't. I don't know. Sometimes it's them, sometimes it's the players. Who knows? What game are we on next? We're talking about Green Bay getting their ass whooped by Detroit. Shout out to Aiden Hutchinson. That was a nice interception he had. Um, 
Indianapolis Colts went out and got blown out by the New England Patriots. Uh, and then they fired their coach, Frank Wright. Um, I will talk about that later. Buffalo at New York. Jets, J-E-T-S-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, the mo- one of the most, I'd say the second most important player in the league may have gotten hurt. Uh, and Josh Allen? Yep. Yeah, Bill's about to fucking ride a found out. Um, I don't know if I said on this podcast, if I said in our personal conversations, how Josh Allen runs a lot, and he runs uh, very aggressively, and, and they might want to dial back on that because he, look, they got amazing weapons. I'm not saying that he is that team, but he clearly is the most important part of that team. It's a long season, save for the playoffs. Exactly. And now you're, you're about to fuck around and find out. And you're 0-2 in the division. You've lost to the Jets, and you lost to the Dolphins. Mm. Dolphins are 6-3. and three. Jets are six and three, and y'all are six and two. Yo, one game away from not only losing your top in the division, but now you're going to drop dramatically in the conference. And if you even think you're still going to have a chance, let's say you lose Josh Allen, I don't know, you lose him for three weeks, right? And you still think there's a chance you can get to the conference championship, which is still a possibility. Mm-hmm. You can come back. You want home adva- field advantage, yeah, for sure. And you're going to lose that because you don't want to end up having to go into Arrowhead. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, and especially if it's a situation again where you got to go to overtime. I don't know. They about to fuck around and find out. They're better. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I saw I saw Josh Allen running crazy in week one, and I was like, ah, it's week one, whatever. And that's what I'm doing in week two and week three. And I was like, now okay, look at him. Is he going to do this for 17 weeks? Because it's an elbow injury for those guys who didn't see it out there. It has something to do with his nerves, which is never something you want to hear with a quarterback yeah. in his throwing arm. Right. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. They just made a trade for uh, Naeem Hines. Yeah, Hines. Naeem Hines, him. yeah. Um, so they added to the running back core. Um, it's good back. It's good, good back. Good it's a good move. Um, so I don't know, Buffalo. I don't know. I, I don't know who their next game is against, but yep. that, that's a that's a weird division, man. No one would have thought that. Remember when we were talking about at the beginning of the season how we're like that AFC East division? Who gives a fuck? Right. It's the most competitive division. No, it's not Washington. Well, no, NFC is, but an AFC. Yeah. It's yeah, you're right. It's right there. Ten times way more competitive than AFC West. Yeah, way right. more. Yeah, everything is flipped around this season. It really is. Um. Well, speaking of the NFC East, you want here it is. Minnesota at Washington. Minnesota pulled out the win. Over the commanders in the all-black uniforms. Uh, they are now 0-2 in those all-black uniforms, by the yeah. way. Yeah. The, the thing I was going to jump ahead to before is when we were talking about how uh, some team, they uh, the Bengals, how the Bengals drafted one offensive lineman and they got some, so they addressed their line. The team that hasn't addressed offensive line for the last five years, despite my constant begging, <laughs> pleading, that they fix the offensive <coughs> line problem that has plagued this team for half a decade now and they just don't do anything like to ignore it in the way that they do it is pretty amazing but the real problem is the coaching yes and evaluation um speaking to the offensive line we've had a talk and honestly i would agree with you four out of the five years i do think we've had a horrible offensive line last year was the one time we're like we've got a decent offensive line it's a good offensive line it goes a smoke show sorry hold on Go ahead. Here's where I think. Here's where, it's like we got a good offensive line, and I say this on. I said this once on the podcast. To address it, they let two of them walk, and then they filled them with rookies that weren't good enough, and mm-hmm. then injuries happened. So you had a good offensive line that was just good enough, good enough to be probably in the top five, top four. No, as far as PFF rankings, whatever. It Fuck is. PFF rankings. PF, the one, but no, I'm not say the offensive line because the way I've seen yeah, them, I rank, saw them rank the Giants as the 32nd team in the league at whether well, it's six and three. For what? In what category? Power rankings. 
They had the Giants at 32. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. I saw it on some video or something. I didn't fact check it or nothing. They had them worse than the Carolina Panthers? That's what I, I have to look at that. that yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I saw it on up. something. I don't remember what. It was a that while would, ago. And that, that would lose all validity they ever had. There's exactly. no way that they had, the Giants had 32. I saw that shit and I was like, fuck that. That's ridiculous. If it is, it's someone who's a New York hater because that's in I just hate. That I, I just hate stuff like that. It's but like, I look at when I, I look to them towards more offensive line because it's not a lot of offensive lines that you can look at. And when they. When they broke down the offensive line for Washington and why they were a better offensive line, I understood why. But there was no addressing to it to make it get better. That's the thing, that you let the line get worse. And so now it's at an all-time low. You lost your starting center, and your backup center is okay. Like I said, you let Brandon uh, Sheriff walk. Okay, fine. What are you going to do to fill him? Nothing. Uh, you let Eric Flowers walk. What are you going to do to fill him? Nothing. Right. So now you got a bunch of rookie starting liners. And, yeah, the line got worse. And then you added a new quarterback to the system. Add anything out of all that. So now you have a worse line, new quarterback who's a spaz. You put Taylor Heineke back there, he can make magic happen. Uh, okay, He's so done that I will say last year their offensive line was average. I won't say good, and I certainly won't say top five because top five offensive lines dominate people and they knock people off and you got these big fucking holes for Jonathan Taylor or uh, who or who else gets monster holes. Dalvin Cook, you know. You, you get you get these these alleyways where they can run for twenty yards. We never got those. An- Antonio Gibson was running into concrete walls and then dragging those concrete walls for like four to five yards, and that's not a good offensive line. The pass protection was okay, but Taylor Heineke was mostly just you know doing his magic to get out of any trouble. So I, I'm going to say that line was average at best. But like you said, they, they got rid of uh, fucking Scherf and um, uh, Flowers. So when you take away your few good offensive linemen that make your offensive line average, you're going to go from average exactly. to awful. And, and that's what we saw. I mean, there was so much pressure on Taylor Heineke throughout the whole game, uh, coming from the inside, the outside, didn't matter. And then there, there weren't a ton of holes to be ran through. It was just same as usual. Antonio Gibson's got a drag someone for a couple yards just so they can get a positive gain. And you, you can't win games like that. Um, but the defense was fine. Uh, honestly, we, we would have won if the coaches had just not made some just boneheaded decisions. Uh, I just want to... You say boneheaded wanna, wanna, decisions, wanna, at least if he had, had done something. Done something. Yeah. Because I don't know if you can call it a boneheaded decision when you do nothing. That's facts. If he, you do nothing... He dude. lets bonehead decisions happen because uh, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. He just sits there, mouth agape, with no words <laughs> coming out of it. Just a uh, mouth hole that's just pointing to breathing. Uh, he's just mouth breathing. That's all he does. He's an overseer. That is all he is. Man. Yeah. Scott Turner is making horrible calls. Shout out to Jack Del Rio. We gave him a lot of shit. I know people hate him because he's the MAGA supporter and everything like that. Well, guess what? That Trump lover can make a good defense, and that's what he's <laughs> He's figured out a way to somehow get this defense turned around right. from where they were at the beginning of the year. So, hey, Say whatever you want. Make America great again. This guy can make defenses great again, and I will ride with him if that's the case, man, because he's really turned this defense around. Yeah. Uh, Scott Turner is a clear example of nepotism in this league because he's just horrible. Yeah, the plays that they call all all these wide receiver screens, you only run those if you have someone who has a bullet arm, but you got Taylor Heineke. Like, do some rollouts. Get him in space. He wants you need him to throw to open guys. It's almost like they keep telling, and I I remember we talked about this. Remember when Kyle Allen ran out the pocket and they got mad at him? Oh, yes. I almost feel like there's a thing where they keep telling him, no, you got to stay in the pocket. 
where that literally is where he is the absolute worst. Is yeah. to put him in the pocket. He's short. He gets the shit batted down. and It's the worst scenario you can do. And I get that's why you went out and got a Carson Wentz. But. Yo, I, so I watched the game with my dad. And the whole time we're, we're watching it. And we get to this, like, in mid-second quarter. And we're saying, they haven't run a, a bootleg or, or play action once. And, and then they haven't. They don't do it till mid-third quarter. And, and And I'm just trying to figure out why. Because... That's how you get wide open guys. And Taylor Heineke is an accurate quarterback, but he doesn't have the arm strength to fit into tiny holes. So you need to get him in space, and so he can find uh, like a, a Curtis Samuel wide open without anyone around him. The crazy thing about them keeping him in the pocket is name me the offenses that still have like true pocket passers. Seriously though, name me the offenses that still are the running. Buccaneers, and that's it. And and look what do they do? It's because they have Brady. Exactly. And he's a thousand years old. So yes, you keep him in the pocket because that's what he's been running since the fucking nineties. They just have such a my way or the highway attitude where it's, they won't adjust. It's like they they have their game plan and they don't even look at who they're playing. They're all. just like we have a game plan and it works on everybody, which is just the stupidest it's type not. of. And they of have. They, it's also a situation coaching. of them thinking that their offense is. Just miles ahead better. Than and it's just world. not. It's not. They think that they can plug in any quarterback and it'll work. And I got, a, you know, I got a question for you. What would you do on fourth and a foot? Uh, I wouldn't roll out and move two yards away from the first down that I'm trying to acquire. Yeah, and I certainly uh, wouldn't throw 15 yards down the field. Like I just don't understand why you don't do some sort of big body play. Because John, the numbers said it. Someone put it into a TI eighty calculator <laughs> and they did some math, and that is what it probably told them to do. All right, because so that's how we do football now. The nerds have taken over. I know, and they're ruining they're ruining it for some of these teams. They're and, and ruining the, it for gambling. The smart uh, the smart teams they, they're creative, and they and they like the Chiefs. Whenever they're on fourth and one, they either have uh like. They either have some tight end come up and do a QB sneak, or they do a run play. Like despite all the shit people want to say about Andy Reid and how he, he he may not be whatever you want to say about him, he's still a real fucking football coach. Exactly, that knows how to coach a football game. Yes, I can use analytics, I can use numbers, but I also know the fucking game and I understand how it works. So I'll use that. Yeah, when I need it to my advantage, but it's not going to be my. It's it's not going to coach me. You know, it's you not going to make me my decisions. You know, Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? Of course. I don't think people realize why Tom Brady's the GOAT. They they always want to say, oh, he's an accurate passer. He's got the arm strength. He's say, he's got great presence he's in the so pocket. Calculated. He's got all this. And, and all that's true. But he has the greatest fourth down and one completion percentage of all time. He QB sneaks that shit, and he gets it. Yeah. And, uh, and he takes salary cuts. But no one wants to talk about that shit. But that's the stuff he's that really cal- like puts him above everybody else. He's calculated. He understands. Like I said, he understands football. He understands yeah. how the game works. He knows what he needs. Scott Turner win. clearly doesn't. He doesn't he's, understand the game. I've never seen someone. I told you, it's such a complicated offense for such a boring way of play. I don't understand it at yeah. all. Like it takes so long for people to understand it, and when it finally comes together, it's like that was it. And I constantly see guys bunched together, like wide run, run receivers running into all each the other. Time. And I just don't understand how, um, like, I I mean nepotism, but uh, other than that, Logan, it makes no sense. What happened to Logan Thomas, by the way? He's got a calf injury, so I understand not sneaking him, but you got to have a play. You got to direct snap to Antonio Gibson or something. Like well, they, you got, you can't do what they did. Well, they've lost, they've lost hope on Antonio Gibson. They've given up. On it's him. crazy. I mean, he played, and he played well. 
Oh, there goes the bird clock. Yeah, right. Bird clock the bird again. Bird clock. I know y'all missed that. You don't have your bird factor ready, don't right. you? Right. Nope. Um, they've given up on Antonio Gibson, and like you said, he fumbled what once in the preseason. Yeah, and that was enough. That that's when they had their enough. That's when they got fed up. Like it's it's so weird when they get fed up with players. When it's like, so now you're mad. Like Jamie Davis goes out, he has a decent game. Well, he's just not playing well enough. Oh, boy, we said that two weeks ago, and you told us to calm down. You know, like. It's just this the team. I'm glad that Dan Snyder's finally selling the team, but uh, the one oh, more step. Once that's done, you, you got to. And I'm 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 worried that they're going to keep Ron Rivera because it's like, oh, he shouldn't because have to go with the owner. But like, yes, he should. He should. He sucks. He should send him out of here. Keep and everyone out. he hired sucks, except for maybe Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio, who just. He he might be on that like I can act cool. It's he's probably actually a good coach. Yeah, like he's probably actually a good. Coach. I don't know if he's a great head coach, but he's probably a coach. Like yeah, I know what to do. I've been in this situation before. I can probably handle this. But right, just needs to blitz a little more. That's my only critique of him. <laughs> but he's a good. You know they play. Yeah, well. That's been like the critique of the Washington football team for like the past like eight. Years. I'm not saying blitz every down, but like when it's third and fifteen, can we please send six? Like it's just. <laughs> So Minnesota escapes out there. Kirk Cousins went on the uh, plane looking like a jackass. Um, I don't know. You saw that picture of him. All I know. Shows. He is a jackass. Listen, uh, sidebar, Vikings, your quarterback's a groupie. That ever, was some very groupie-like shit. Yeah, you ever seen Tom Brady do that during the regular season? No, but I could see him doing that with cameras. During off. the regular season. Oh, with the cameras off. Yeah. yeah. No cameras around. I could see. I saw the shot. You ever seen Kobe Bryant do that in the regular season? I've never seen Kobe smile during the regular season. Yeah. You ever seen? Have you ever seen LeBron do something like that in the regular season? No. Great brought, players don't do that shit. You brought only up that losers shit. do that kind of shit. You brought up that shit about. You ever seen that clip with Kobe Bryant? I think he's on like on Jimmy Kimmel. Yes, and he and he's trash. That's, yeah. that's the one. And then um, God, I can't remember what else I was about to go with another football switch. But Kirk. no, yeah, Kirk. Well, actually, I have seen LeBron recently do that. In the regular season, yes, chains. Not changed, but I know we don't want to talk too much Lakers, but you didn't see the reaction when they got their first win? Uh, I might have seen a little. It was, I mean, first win of the season something, if you're... No, if no, you're... No. I, I agree. First win of the season, yeah, you'd be happy. You didn't see the celebration. Okay, fair enough. You didn't see that they... If they had champagne bottles, they would have popped them. That's that Pat Bev energy. That's it what was, that is. It was embarrassing. They were... They drenched, like, all right, cool, drenched to go, but they were going crazy. They They were saying... Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven. It's like this was it, okay. was, it was embarrassing. All right, I got you. It was embarrassing. It is embarrassing. It was embarrassing, and I couldn't believe it. And I don't like to typically do the Jordan would never. Jordan would never. Right. And that's just where I got to leave it at that. Right. Um. So, yeah, sidebar, Vikings, your quarterback's a groupie. Yeah. Um, and a loser. And a loser. And he has all that talent, and he still barely beat us. Yeah. Still barely beat the commanders. And why does Adam Schefter look the same as Kirk Cousins with his shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> That's my real question. Because <laughs> I saw that shit, and they looked exactly like to me, and I'm a white guy. <laughs> Adam Shafter looked like fucking Gibby from my car. Like, fucking <laughs> Yo, I could not believe the shit that they be having Adam Shafter do. I don't... Speaking of it, did you see that? We, we'll get back right going forward. Terry Bradshaw got in trouble for saying a offensive comment. Yeah. And everyone lost their mind. And I, this is what happens when you let old, you keep making old people talk for too long. Right. They end up fucking around saying some shit they have no business saying. And I think he said some shit like, it, it might have been like a slave reference. It was something that definitely should not have been said. Yeah. But it's like, you keep letting, you keep giving them words to talk and keep making them talk. They're going to say something that triggers back in the 40s when that right. was allowed. And this is what happened. Stop making them talk for so long. They do it with Joe Biden. Give them simple things, Facts. simple things. All right, stop, stop doing that. You obviously see that Terry Bradshaw, he's deteriorating. Like, 
His mind's not there anymore, all right? And they keep having these long-ass commercial reads for him and shit. Hi, 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 I don't know. Well, Vikings got that win. Congratulations, I guess. You know, you're 7-1 and one still, but you barely beat a commander's team. And- yeah, good for y'all. And, you know, Kirk, Kirk's such a fake loser. And, and, and before the game, uh, they said, Kirk, Kirk told his team, uh, um, this isn't a revenge game. I have a lot of great memories oh, here. Oh, go fuck so, yourself. Yeah, and then after the game he does this. Go oh, okay, yourself. dude. You know this was his Super Bowl. What you a know fake, it was his Super Bowl. He, he's just, he's, most, he's quarterbacks, just a, most quarterbacks are alphas. He is not. He is a fake fucking loser. And that, and when he gets to the playoffs, because they're, they're playing well, I am going to either make a couple hundred bucks off of him or I'm going to lose a grand. You're talking but about when Kyle Shanahan knocks that ass out? I don't care who they play. I'm betting against them every week till they lose. And I'm going to make money or I'm going to lose like a thousand bucks on the make, playoffs because I am. I will I will bet basically my life that, that Kirk Cousins is not winning the Super Bowl. There's not oh, no, a chance so. that that loser wins the Super Bowl. Not at all. And you know, this was, this was the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly the way he that acted. Was his Super Bowl. That was his Super Bowl, he and was, now they're probably gonna. I bet they're not gonna be as good the rest of the season. He got it all out of system, <laughs> and now they're gonna be kind of shitty for the rest of the season. They'll eke into the playoffs, but that's you just because their division it, sucks. I remember there also be always being the rumors that RG three and Kirk Cousins they didn't like each other, and, and you know thought it was because quarterback competition. RG three is corny as fuck. Yeah, we can agree with that, right? Yeah, but I think CB he was like, look, y'all know I can find I'm corny. I admit it. That motherfucker's just as corny as me, and y'all don't give him half the shit. That you, I get it. I was drafted higher. He is exactly like me, but he's white, yeah. and that is the only difference between us. He can't run as well as I can, but he, as personally Wiley wise, yeah. he is just as corny as I. Yeah, they both corny motherfuckers, and Kirk especially. I can't stand his face, <laughs> especially when he had that chain, when he dripped out and shit like that. You know that body language? He's self-conscious about his body. He's hiding his body. I saw that shit. That's what I saw. Hiding the man, man tits. It's just weak-minded. Oh, man. Well, this next game was a last 1 o'clock game. Las Vegas at Jacksonville. Jacksonville pulled that men out. They came back. They were down 20-7. to I've seven. heard the Raiders have blown some crazy leads. I, they keep year. blowing leads. Josh McDaniel, that's another. He's not a good head not coach. Not a head coach. And just stops. They keep hiring him. Like, I mean... <laughs> He's just a great offensive coordinator. And that's it. Like, sometimes we have to accept that is what you are. Yeah. You are a great offensive coordinator. But to be a great head coach takes just, so much They're just different jobs. More. It really is. You're calling plays. You're designing so offense. You can be a great engineer, but you're not going to, like, be a great painter. Exactly. Like, it's it's just, so much more they're than just running. different. And you're running on a whole NFL team where, like, these right. guys become coordinators. It's like... You want to just focus on the offense and the game. No, you're in charge of the team. Right. Oh, like, I don't know. Uh, Seattle went to Arizona. They got the win. The Geno train continues. Seattle's a dangerous team, bro. Seattle continues to get it up. Uh, Kyler Murray continues to lose. Uh, they are like three and seven. They are far back from any type of playoff yeah, contention. For real. And they just gave a bunch of money to that guy. And Cliff Kingsbury clearly doesn't like him. He drafted him and he, like, Built the team. He came to the team. Was like, we're gonna get this Kyler Murray guy. And it's gonna be. And it backfired on him. Yo, badly. that's the. You know, Kyler Murray's an asshole because like this dude really did bet his whole career on you, and you're just going to go play Call of Duty over it. Like that shit is so fucked up. Like I don't care how much money you like I can't make or wait whatever. for hard knocks, man. They got the end season hard knocks with the Cardinals, and like, and now I'm starting Woo. to see it because like all of his interviews, he kind of just like he just I, he always came off as like a frat boy to me. Yeah, you know, and, and now I'm like seeing it in his actions, where like he just, I, I saw him come over and cuss Cliff Kingsbury out in like the second quarter. 
And I was like, that's got to stop. And it's like, that's you, something that has to stop. You're like, allowed to disagree with your coach, but the way he did exactly. it was so over. It was like he was arguing with the other team. It wasn't like he was arguing with, with his teammates. It, it was like he was in a heated disagreement with the other team that it's, should be broken it's up to a point where it's like, look, one time is one thing. It happens. Brady's yelled at his coach before for it to happen. Like a second time. It's that's what, look, you cannot continue to cuss me out on national television. Like, yeah. this. cause one, I'm a grown ass man. I will not allow it. At some point, my hands are going to fly. Yeah, And you're Two, not that big. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two, it's a bad look. It's a bad look on organization. It's a bad look on you. Right. It's a bad look on how you look at the quarterback. You got to start thinking about that. People already think one thing about you. You will not continue to cuss me out or else you'll get benched. Thanks. It's as simple as that. I don't give a fuck if we're up 20. I don't give a fuck if we're down 20. You will get benched. I will put Colt McCoy in this motherfucker. Yeah. He will throw six interceptions and I will walk <laughs> off a happy man because I don't give a fuck. Right. And when they ask me, I will tell them exactly what happened. I benched your ass. Yeah, I don't like Kyler Murray. All I hope is that he keeps throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. That's all I care, <laughs> That's all I care about. Uh, next up, you know what? At the beginning of the season, this was... I think this was America's game of the week. Um for like you know how they do with the four. The Rams games. Buccaneers. And it was a this is not a bad choice by the NFL. Not a bad choice. That is what is supposed to be the NFL game of the week. And the fact that these two teams are just as so bad as they are, it's fucking unbelievable. It's funny you say it because as I was watching this team this game, I was thinking I'd rather be watching the other game. Because exactly. for multiple reasons. First off, they're more exciting teams. Sure. They, they have higher powered offenses sure. and they are, uh, you know, they've gotten off to hotter starts. Also, I haven't seen either of those teams. Like I've seen that the Seahawks are winning. I don't know why. Like I don't get, <laughs> I don't get why they're winning. And, and, Gino. and for the same reason that I don't really get why the Cardinals are losing other than call of duty. But I, I'm, I, well, I, modern warfare two just came. Out, exactly. So. I, that's the part I get, but I don't get the, like all the football stuff that goes around that. <clears throat> And so I would have liked to see the game so I could have seen it all play mm-hmm. out. Instead, I got to see two teams I already understand. Like, I know the Rams, they won the Super Bowl. They're not as good this year. They're not. That's just the truth. The run game is horrible. The Buccaneers, they're off to a tough start, but they got Tom Brady, so they're still a contender. <laughs> like, I know who these teams are. I wish I could have seen the teams I didn't understand, but you're right. At the beginning of the season, it's like, oh, yeah, Super Bowl uh, champ versus yeah. Tom Brady. Duh. At game of the week. Here's something I need commentators to understand about um, the line, offensive line for the Los Angeles Rams. Yes, I understand it's not good. Andrew Whitworth is not coming back. <laughs> he retired. <laughs> Please stop mentioning his name. That man he, looked 50 by the time he retired. Every time they, they're like, well, you know, they lost Andrew Whitworth. He's not coming back. Right. It's, stop acting like he's on injury reserve. Right. He retired. He's gone. Right. I, I don't know what they're going to do offensive line. The fact I know that they're not going to do. Like, it, it's not back. like he retired out of nowhere. We knew that this man, this man's had white hair for the last three seasons. All right. We knew the minute they won a Super Bowl, he wanted to go spend some time with his kids before he died. Like, he's not Tom Brady. He's not Tom Brady. So y'all should have been prepping. You should have had a backup lineman in the wings learning from him, but apparently he didn't. So Apparently that's hard to do. Who was that left tackle that the uh, commanders drafted that took like three years and never uh, developed? Was it Ty Seki? No, not Ty Seki. Ty Seki was decent. He was okay. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I don't remember his, his name. His last name like Goffrey? Christian Goffrey? It was Christian something, Christian, but, yeah. but you're right. I, I, he was awful. It took and like forever to develop, never developed. Never developed. It was Couldn't. like year four, and they're like, he's still developing. <laughs> and I just like, so bro, stupid. look, I get it. Offensive line's a complicated position, but you can block it or not. That's right. it. Like, it didn't right. take four years to figure It's like, it the out. man's 26. Like, he's not going to grow anymore. <laughs> uh, Sunday night game, Kansas City, Tennessee. Tennessee was winning when I saw this game, and then they messed around and lost this game. 
Did you yeah. catch any parts of it? Uh, uh, yeah, I actually watched the whole thing. Tennessee Chiefs. Yeah, it, it was Derrick Henry's show first half, and mm-hmm. uh, they and Chris Collinsworth actually did a really good job of pointing this out. Um, the temp, uh, the Titans were playing this uh, this pass rush where they'd rush three guys from one side and then they'd have one rusher from the other side just to kind of like make sure that Mahomes stays in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And it worked really well. And apparently that's what they've done in the past when they beat him last season. Mm-hmm. So they, they kind of like figured something out with him and shut him down pretty much in the first half. And they missed an extra point. And so it was like it was like 17 to 9 going in half or something like that. And then the second half comes and they're still really stymieing Kansas City, but Derrick Henry's not getting off anymore. So it really just stuck at 17-9 for like a really long time all the way to the end. And then Patrick Mahomes on like the like their their last like big scoring chance just decided to run out the pocket a bunch. And that kind of solved that like that pass rush mm. that I that I was explaining. And I mean, I don't know the exact stat, but he must have ran for like a total of 50, 60 yards over the course of two or three runs on that last drive. Because, last drive. Yeah, because he, he was just – there was one that he broke off for like 20, 25 yards, and then he had another one that was like 10, 15 yards, and then he ran for the touchdown for another 10, 15 yards. I'm pretty sure he ran for the two-point conversion as well. So, like, after a while, he was like, all right, they've obviously shut down my passing shit. I just need to use my legs so we can get this fucking score. Run all over the place. Yeah, run all over the place, and then they found a way to do it in overtime. It's just Patrick Mahomes figuring it out. But Yeah, total 63 rushing yards. Yeah, Six carries. Um, so, yeah. Exactly, and mo- I think three or four of those carries were on the the very last drive. Oh my gosh, so hundred yards. Yeah, they were doubling him all night, and, and seventeen <laughs> targets, ten receptions. Oh my gosh, jeez, yeah, right. Well, you know, that's the thing is like getting a hundred yards on ten receptions and seventeen targets. That's, that's a pretty good job yeah, by the defense. That's, that's a good job by the defense, but it's yeah. still like it's just him. He's driving. It's Kelsey. just who he is. Yeah, but He's but that guy. the thing is like they. Uh, the, the the Titans really did a good job, and I, I think they have a game plan. That's why I list him as a contender, because, like, this uh, fucking Mike Vrabel, he's a great coach. He did he not pass the ball at all? He's the only... No, the, the Titans? Yeah. Yeah, they were running it all. I see. 17 well, carries, 115 yards. It was Malik Willis. And and, wow. and he, he, he's he got promise. I, I actually like him a lot. I do, too. I've never he's, seen him play. He looks all right. I've seen him play. I saw him play in preseason. I think he... You know who he looks like to me? Justin Fields. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I think they're very similar players, and I'm, like, coming around on Justin Fields. I actually, you know, I was on the Titans, and I got off the Titans for the Colts. I think I'm back on the Titans, you know? <laughs> I bet. Since the fucking Colts sold everything yeah, and started I, Sam Ellinger. Next season, I'm going to remember this, and I'm going to be betting more on the Titans. And uh, I think I think the Titans really could be the next Patriots. And Mike, Mike Vrabel is the first, uh, you know, Descendant, I don't know what the right word is of of a uh, fucking Bill Part Belichick, the, the Belichick coaching. Team. Exactly, he's the first one I've seen that's actually been consistently successful. So now, and, he's gonna... Another thing, Chris Collinsworth called a great game last night. I'm not, I don't say that often, but like <laughs> right. he's he's decent, but yeah. he really had a great game last night because he he reminded us the Titans were the number one seed last year. Yeah, they were. That, like they don't talk about that on ESPN because they, they went out first round. Not first that's round, true. but they went out that first round. Uh, not wild card, but you know. But they played the Chiefs of the Bills, didn't they? No, they played the 49ers. No, they did not in the first round. Titans? I was here. No, they couldn't have. That's AFC NFC. Not 49ers. Who am I thinking? Who they play? Bengals? Might have been the Bengals. I, I kind of thought that they lost. I, I don't know. But my okay, point is, they, 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 they've got a good team, and, and they've got a play style. They're still figuring it out at quarterback, but like that's a great position to be in. 
to have your whole team put together and you just trying to figure out quarterback and maybe this Malik Willis guy can do it. I, I think he can. He, he seems really talented. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm hopping back on the Titans train uh, for sure. It was Cincinnati, and they lost 19-16. That was the game that uh, Ryan Tannehill took all those sacks. It's, I, I'm actually remembering that game now. Okay. Remember, he had like six oh, sacks. Oh, I remember. Because I, like, I knew I was here watching that game. Yeah. He turned the ball over a bunch and took a bunch and of that's sacks. All, and in 19-16, when your yeah. quarterback's really – like th- they just need to fix the quarterback problem. They got a good team. I, yeah. I, I'm going to start believing in the Titans game. They're not a bad team. They're not a bad team. I think they just – And they're in a shit division. So that's like the Patriots AFC formula. South, yeah. That's the Patriots hey, formula. Yeah, AFC South. It's, yeah, they are in a shit division. I, I really I really do think they have a chance to be that that, that next dynasty at some point, but they still got to figure it out a little bit. They're not quite there. Monday night, Baltimore at New Orleans. I didn't watch this game. I did. I had nothing else to do. It was <laughs> uh, the the Saints were just a little inept. And um, oh, I had a good bet. I had the. And I, it's funny the way I did this bet. I bet first touchdown on Isaiah Likely. Yo, we were talking about him possibly scoring. I almost bet on him to score, but I've just I felt. I mean, last night. It was likely. <laughs> and that, that's why I did it. Oh, my God. I, I, I literally. <laughs> Where's the fucking sound effect? I, I, I was doing the, the I saw oh the promotion. They gave me a bromo if I did a first touchdown bet. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. If I did a, fir- a first touchdown bet, they would give me my money back if I missed it. And I said, let me look through here. Oh, Mark Andrews out. This guy's filling in. Yeah. Seems likely to me. There you go. So, oh, brother, this guy stinks. Talk as much shit as you want, but I got nine to one odds, and I won that's that shit. Bet. No, that's a good bet. Um, I did, I wasn't gonna pick him first time score. I was gonna pick him as any time touchdown score because tight ends, I guess, is where you know that's where Lamar works with yeah. the best. Well, I did first touchdown because it's the promotion. Yeah, I mean, hey, that's a good bet. Good deal. Yeah. Hey, fuck it, get it. I was um, like, Baltimore won that game, so yeah. Where do you got? Baltimore going this year. How far? Um, Say while Drake's not here. Say it behind his back. Yeah, somewhere in the playoffs, but not not far. Say it so here's on the podcast. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they get to the second round. Ooh, Drake, you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Drake, you should have been here to defend there's yourself, motherfucker. So, there's so many good AFC teams. Like I, they would, in my opinion, AFC is stacked, man. It's hard. That's a hard division, and it's like even though they're probably the best in their division. Cincinnati can still fuck around and win that division. Yeah, in my opinion, they would lose to the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans. I agree. Um, that's probably it. But those are three teams, and, yeah. and there's only so many teams in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I say I'm losing the second round. Well, we can start off. Get, let's get to Week Ten. Okay, do you want to take a break real quick so I can get some water? And sure. Stuff? Let's take yeah. a real quick break. We'll come back and we'll give you Week Ten picks, and then we'll talk a little bit about some ownership change and some predictions coming through. So stay through. It's an all football podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the Masoni room at the Bibelos. The boat was rocking too much on some Aaliyah shit. For real. We going from the Vava to Sink on Sink, then back to the Vava. If you know, you know, baby. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Hey. Look. Long way from set to mezzo. Me to Mazo in a Nesto. Short rigatoni with the pesto. We're back. I already see Jay making his picks for week 10. He looks confident in what he's circling. A little bit of that new Drake claim. New Drake in your ears. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump ahead. Week 10 picks. Uh, 
Thursday night on Amazon Prime. How have you been enjoying the Amazon Prime experience? Uh, the games at first were kind of shitty, but some of them have been really good. But like the presentation of Amazon. Um, it's okay. It's all right. It's kind of yeah. Thursday night's game last night. I'm before I didn't watch, and it was simply because I didn't feel like pulling up the app. And I know that's some lazy ass shit. And this is gonna sound like such a boomer thing to say. Sometimes I just want to turn the television on and the game be there. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you no, know, I did have I just, a moment where I was. I just want to turn it on. Oh, football! Right, right there for me. Like, I don't want to have to go. All right, let me go. Like, that seems like it's like I. That's some Netflix shit. And it's like sometimes I get away from football. Just get away from that. And right. It's like it's still a natural thing. And it's like I don't know. I did have a moment where I was watching the game and. I wanted to like check the score of like the World Series or and something, and I couldn't. And because I was like, "Oh, in the well, app. that kind of like, sucks." <laughs> that's the dilemma that my grandfather hates because he's a he's a channel flipper. Yeah, he likes to go back and forth and watch watch Caps, watch World Series, right. watch the Wizards, and it's like you can't do that. He, the other day, like when I can't remember what game it was that was on. It was one Thursday night game, and I was downstairs, and I was like, "Oh, the Thursday night game is on." And he was like, "You can put it on if you want." And I was like. Do you actually want to watch it? Yeah. Other things you want to watch? I was like, because I don't want to. I was like, I'm about to go upstairs. I'm not trying to set you up like that. Yeah. To where like you're stuck in this app the whole time. And he was like, No, nah, I was like, Nah, if you don't really want to watch the game, I'm fine. It's like yeah. I'll watch the Wizards play. It's cool. I, I like the Wizards, so right. it's all right. It's, right. It's not a big deal. Like I'd rather do that than just log you into this app and then yeah, just switching. to get out in like 20 minutes. Yeah, like. it's it's crazy. Um, well, but my I'm gonna have it on this time because my Atlanta Falcons are playing the Carolina Panthers. There you go. Uh, we are favorite this time, two and a half on the spread. Yeah, you. Um, who are you going with? I think I know. You know who I'm going with. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Carolina just to offset you because uh, this to me is a toss up. Rise up, Falcons! Do it for takeoff. ATL, let's do it. Moving on, nine thirty a.m. This is this is the game that's a tragedy. Germany. Uh, this is a Germany game, not a London game. Germany game, and we're sending. Not 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 Carson Wentz, not not name a quarterback that we should probably send over there. Joe Flacco, Brock Osweiler. He's yeah, not that's right. Anymore. This game is something. We're like- sending Tom Brady, our most prized possession in this country. The might as well be more important than the Queen in that yeah. other country. All right, listen, it's okay if Brittany Griner gets a st- gets caught by the government. Flag it. <laughs> but Tom Brady is a jewel. <laughs> And he cannot be taken from us. We can't be shipping him to foreign countries. Have you heard what the Germans have done? That's exactly the thought I had, though. Was like, I'm not saying Brittany should be there, but look what they did to Brittany. Exactly, they kept her. No, okay. I'm I'm joking. You're joking, and, I, and I'm with you. I'm on the joke, but it's like they kept Brittany over there. Right. If there's a situation where they keep to, a war is going to happen. Right. You know why? Because I know he's having a bad year. He's still the best football player we got. Right. Football's the best sport we got. And you're you're sending that over there? No. Yeah. I get it. Seattle, we thought Gino wouldn't have been that good. But you can send him over there. You don't send Tom Brady to That's Germany. another thing. I'm glad I'm back uh, here because Did this you? is a game I want to watch. And if I was in Hawaii, I can't get up at 3.30 in the morning to watch fucking <laughs> to watch a Germany game. So... <laughs> A uh, Germany game. Uh, I'm, I mean, I guess we got to start calling them Europe games now since they're not just going to be in London. Well, I don't know. I think because it's NFL. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. They're all we're trying to spread just, out. It's just another way to make money. Just they're leave just it in so America. That's thirsty. where that, I guess maybe that's a race thing to say. Leave it in America. Yeah, fuck the Europeans. That's, that's we. It's it's appreciated here. Right. All right. They don't even they don't even have it there. Let them get their own leagues first. Exactly. Uh, what's next? Seattle versus. Oh, what we're we talking about Seattle versus Tampa Bay. Who you got? Um, I got Tampa Bay. I think they're going to rattle off a couple wins. 
Seattle. Yeah, I can't hate that. They've been Tom Brady don't want to go to Germany? I, you know, I haven't thought about it like this, but I bet Seattle's burned me more than any other team. I, I wonder if that Germany trip is, like, secretly pissing Tom off. Like, the divorce happened. He's losing players. He's old man. He's probably tired. Now nah, he looks over the schedule. I got to go to Germany. Right. I really got... I, maybe I should have stayed home. Maybe I should have just stayed with the kids. This is ridiculous. Right. Uh, One o'clock game. Minnesota at Buffalo. This all depends on Josh Allen's status. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I'm picking Buffalo because fuck Minnesota, but um, uh, I'm gonna go Buffalo too because that picture of Kirk Cousins really made me mad for them oh, change. God, I'm yeah. probably with you now, picking against them, but we do need to know about Josh Allen's status. That's true. Status that is a key part, not only in this game but <laughs> going forward for the rest of the season. I said it before; he's the second most important player in the league. Yeah, so we gotta look at that one. Detroit at Chicago. This could this could weirdly be a good game. This is gonna be a good game. This I could be a high scoring. Competitive game. It, it's going to be no defense played whatsoever. So yeah. if you're one of those guys that I like a good seven to ten, not your game. So you're taking the over. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think Justin Fields playing well now, and um, look, I, Detroit traded T.J. Hawkinson. I don't know why they did that, but I guess they didn't want to resign him on his contract. I, I think that they thought he was going to be something. You know, sometimes I what, thought he was pretty good. Though. Sometimes you see trades, and it's like. What's went wrong there? But, like, you know, they got to see this guy practice every yeah. day. So, like, maybe there's something there that they get. Well, and also, like, he's coming up for contract negotiations. So maybe they just didn't want to. That's another thing. They, so. they, they see him. They go, man, he's good. And honestly, if I was a GM, this is exactly what I would do. If I saw a guy and, like, I liked him but didn't love him and could tell he was going to get, like, a huge contract, I'll bail a year early so that I don't have to That's be put in that situation. Do. It's so the can- smart thing to do. Get something back, especially if you're not a contender like the Lions. Probably with the commander should have done with Darren Payne. Well, not Darren Payne, but they're not resigning him. Yeah, there's other players they should have done that with in the past, but he's got five sacks. Yeah, he's he's leading. He's like top five in sacks right now. So yeah, they're going to resign him, and they should. But I don't think they are. You don't think so? That from everything I've indicated, it seems like they're not going to. From everything they've indicated, it doesn't seem like they're going to resign him. Wow. Well, they should. But regardless, regardless, you know. uh, So we're both going. I'm going Buffalo. You're going Buffalo. Uh, Detroit. Uh, Detroit. You going to Detroit? Yes, sir. I'll go to Chi-Town. I can't abandon the Lions yet. I'm just, just, I'll go to Chi-Town. They've just grown on me, you know. Turkey O and them. Denver at Tennessee. I, got, I mean, I'm looking at the line that says on this paper, and it's only two and a half, which kind of scares me because... Ed, no, it makes sense to me. These teams aren't... They're not high-scoring teams. I guess. So uh, if Tennessee wins, they probably could just win by two or more. Yeah. All right. I'll go ten. I'm going Tennessee, but... Yeah, I, I probably won't pick the spread in this game. It's just suspicious. I'll probably just go money line. I probably won't watch this game if I'm gonna watch Russell Wilson. It's good. It's a good point. We get to talk about him doing those leg stretches on the plane. <laughs> that's uh, that's one of those things. I'm still not 100 percent sure it's true. It's just so ridiculous. You imagine waking up. I've never seen Bro, the TikTok. I just flew on a plane. <laughs> if someone was high stepping down the aisle, it's like screaming Broncos Nation, let's ride. Off. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Poor, the poor the poor stewardess is like, I'm just trying to get through the aisle. <laughs> but, oh man, there just... is a TikTok who or one dude does it. That's what the dude saying. Broncos Nation, let's ride. He would, I know you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> right. If this guy is up, we got to be in London. This yeah. is what he's doing. I'd be if, if, if he's going to do that, they need to put him in like the cargo hole so he can do it. <laughs> put on him his own. Right. Oh, man. What a disaster that is in Denver. I know. And you know what's crazy? They were like the Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> what's crazy is is that like because it's not getting good this year, 
it's only going to get worse. Oh, yeah. That, that contract. contract. Oh, my <laughs> for God. Oh, wow. It's at $30 million now. Russ <laughs> committed grand larceny. Oh, jeez. Nice. And Corlin Sutton's already mad. He wants out. Melvin Gordon's mad. He wants out. So you're going to lose all the weapons that made it attractive wow. for a quarterback to be there. And it's. They're the new Texans. Basically. Yeah, that's so they gave up. Bad. They also gave up a bunch of picks. Yo. They gave up a bunch of picks. Those poor, poor Denver people. <laughs> Anyways. Jacksonville, Kansas City. Kansas City. They're better. I mean, they just lost. I mean, I, no, they didn't. Trevor they Lawrence is where I don't know what he, that guy is. Yeah, I mean, they're still not a great team, so we can't tell yet. Young quarterbacks are hard to read. Yeah, it's Kansas City. It's nine and a half spread probably should be higher. Yeah. Cleveland at Miami. Um, I'm going Cleveland. I was going to go Cleveland too as well. Yeah. Upset. Just seems like a just but, seems like it to me. Wait, what week are we in? Ten. Ten. One more. We are two weeks away. That's not being talked about. We're two weeks away from Deshaun Watson coming back. Damn. Because who they, is it next week he comes back? I kind of do think it's week eleven, but it's I don't 11? know. I don't I, know. We're we're at least a week or two away from him coming back. And no is, one. No one. What, that is a weird situation. Keep, like, it low. Keep it on low. Exactly. No one likes to talk about him during the regular season, but off season. <coughs> off season, <coughs> we want to talk about that man's penis and where all it's been. the time. I'd like to know. Um, well, I, I personally would like to know where his penis is. Well, been. and what's also interesting about the game is, like I said, Houston not laying down the way they are. Yeah, could be a competitive but, game. But what I'm saying is, me and America have a vested interest in Deshaun Watson's penis, and we're just trying to I figure out where exactly it's been. <laughs> The mileage on that thing. I don't need to know. Then you must not be American because <laughs> we are interested in where that man's penis has been. No, no not really. Not really. Uh, I, I think he just needs to control his penis. That's, that's, that's a fact. That's all. He needs to control that thing. That, that's what all this comes from. But we're not going to talk about that because that yeah, is past. He needs, he needs to hire a snake tamer. <laughs> <laughs> the punishment has been handed down. And uh, like I said, what was it saying? Oh, that Houston team? Because they don't just lay down like. That's going to be a competitive game. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be something to watch. Oh, wow. That's Oh, never mind, never mind. That's not next week. But the Houston, they are playing the Giants. Okay. Are you saying Houston plays Cleveland next week? They might play next week. If that's the case, then that means Deshaun Watson's definitely coming that's what back. what I'm saying. Because the NFL doesn't just make games happen. No, that was, yeah. remember, that was the whole thing. That was. I, I didn't realize that's what you were saying. I mean, that's, yeah, remember, like, we're like a week two. Away. Let me see. All right, yeah, uh, well, while you're doing that, I will say I'm, gonna, I'm picking the Giants to beat Houston. Um. You got Giants or East? Yeah, I got Giants as well. Uh, Daniel Jones is, yeah. well, or at least Saquon. Right. Next up, we got. So, uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. No, we go got, ahead. Uh, Giants it. play. Let me see. Wait, hold on. Sorry. While you look up who plays uh, that Houston. Yeah, we're two weeks week. away from that because it's command. They play the Commanders next. Okay. The Texans, then the Dolphins, and then it's Browns. So, so the Browns play the Texans December fourth. So December 4th. next month. Wow. Okay. Next month. That'll be cool. Anyways, yeah. I got the Giants. You got the Giants. Um, next wow. up, we got Pittsburgh and New Orleans. Wow, this is a boring ass game. Yeah, I'm. Uh, who you got? A tie. <laughs> Guess what? That's a, that'd be a good bet. I'm not gonna lie. That's not a bad bet. It's not a bad bet. That's th- a three to three tie. There's I mean, something there. There's something there. <laughs> I might put that down on a bet MGM or FanDuel or some shit. Um, I'm going Pittsburgh. Then I'll go New Orleans. Yeah, for that's the why sake I did that. Podcast, I, you know I, I, I mean? could tell you were laboring over there, and I just thought I'd give it to you the easy out. This is you not know, an easy game to pick. You know, I was going to roll Kenny Pickett, but you know what? Taysom Hill might surprise me too. Yep. I'll go New Orleans. Um, 
So you. Oh my gosh, this game right here, Indianapolis at Vegas. I yeah, uh, I mean, I don't think I don't really have faith in either of these teams, but I've been rolling Indianapolis all year. I'm just gonna keep going doing that. Well, I have to roll Vegas because I picked them as a division. There you go. So. We both are in the same situation. We, we picked these teams. They know, both suck. That's what it is. This, this is the, the this is a bad influence Super Bowl right here. Which who was right, Devlin or Jay? That's what we're deciding. If, if we ever were a bad influence, is when we talked about these two teams in the preseason. You should not have listened to us. I hope you guys didn't put money on either one of these. I teams. hope not. Uh, Dallas at Green Bay. Dallas. Yeah, I'm going Dallas. Yeah, yeah. I might not ever bet on Green Bay again. <laughs> it's, it's over for them. It's, pack it in. Um, pack it in. <laughs> Arizona at the Rams. Ooh. Um, I'm going Rams, but that's just because I don't I know. can see Kyler Murray. That little boy can run out the pocket every once in a while and find a way to get a win. This is a true toss-up. To me. Yeah, this should probably be a closer spread. Yeah. One true one and a half spread. Chargers at San Fran. San Fran. I'm really riding San Fran now. I mean, I, you know, I totally flipped. Most winning quarterback, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. Top three. You know? I, I hate Kyle Shanahan, but like, God damn it, that team's they, they well. Make it, they, they are. They're a well-built <laughs> team. And then Monday. Well, that's the Sunday night game. Monday night, Washington Commanders, Philadelphia Eagles. Tough matchup. <laughs> Is it even a question? Who you got? Philly. 8-0 or whatever, 9-0, whatever they are. You know what? Do it. I'm a bad influence. Oh, God. (laughs) Taylor Heineke is going out to Philly, and he's going to pass it to the Philly killer whose name is Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, game-winning touchdown, takes down Philadelphia, gives them their first loss. You won't put it in your Just. You won't put it in the BetMGM app? Who won't bet it? You won't. I'll bet it. You will? How much? How much are you putting on that? Hunting racks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put, um, I guess putting them on the spread would be a bitch move, huh? Yeah, it would be a bitch move. You just said they're going to win. You money go. line it? I'll, money, I'll put like $5 on the money line. Fair enough. That's how, five that's on the money line for that's the commanders. I, yeah, five on you know, because I can see it happening. I can see it happening just like they did that one time. Remember when Pittsburgh was 11-0? Yeah. I mean, and honestly, this game kind of looks like a setup. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. We, they stomped the hell out of us uh, last time they played us, and we're coming off an awful loss. They're undefeated. It's Monday night football. The Redskins never play well on Monday night football. So, yeah, it's that's a, it, it does kind of look like a trap game. You uh, made me forget about that. It's a primetime game. That that makes me very, very scared in that bet now. Um, yeah, 24-17, Commanders. Commanders. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm rolling with it. Do I have to get my score? Sorry, which score do you think? 42 to 14 <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> you hyped me up so much. I, know, I, was, <laughs> I was I was working you the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna cost me five dollars. Um <laughs> man, so this is all this is an interesting week of football. It could be exciting, it could not be. <clears throat> I'm really looking at that Chicago Detroit game. That might be my game to watch. I wish God, I can't wait for the NFL get rid of What, ticket. you want me to get me give you a lock of the week? Sure, let's go with a lock. This is actually just briefly glossing over this. This is actually a pretty tough week. Well, my lock of the week, I already said it, Detroit at Chicago over. No defense we played this one. Take that one as the lock of the week. Yeah, that's actually a really good one. I wasn't even thinking overs. I was thinking like wins and shit. Yeah. So I'm gonna go uh Tennessee money line. That's my lock. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Uh, let's see what else we. Let me see. Do I have another lock? Do I have another lock? 
Jacksonville could cover a spread. I wouldn't say that's a lock, though. I wouldn't say that's a lock. Yeah, I'm actually going to disagree with you on that one because Tennessee just covered the spread versus Kansas City. So now they're like, they have a heightened sense of awareness, yeah. I think, now. I think they're going to go into the next game and just kind of like destroy the, whoever is in their path, and it happens to be Jacksonville. Um. Oh, I see it. Moneyline, Dallas, lock of the week. Oh, yeah, that's Easy. a good one. Easy, lock of the week, Dallas. Yeah. Going to you won't Green get Bay. great odds, but it won't will happen. Great odds, but <laughs> it will happen. They're going to go in there and they're going to they're going to Lambeau Field and they're going to do some work. That de- of course that defense. What Michael Parsons? I agree with that. He's going to feast on Aaron Rodgers, bitch ass. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta. No, that's it. Over Detroit, Chicago money line, Dallas. And yep. what would you have? I had a Tennessee money line, <clears throat> and um, that might have been it. I also kind of like Cleveland against Miami. I won't say it's a lock, but I like it. You like the spread on that. Money line. Money line. I, I think Cleveland's going to get Miami. <coughs> I think Miami's susceptible to like, a couple bad losses. They're they still really they're still figuring shit out. They're not a bad team, but they just haven't figured everything out yet. They are. They are. Well, that's week ten in a best show. Uh, we do have a couple other things we want to talk about NFL wise. Uh, first, let's go ahead and get it out the way. Uh, Commanders, they're up for sale allegedly. Um, well, the statement that released, and I can pull it up. Um, from Dan Snyder. But basically what was happened was um, Bank of America was hired um, in order yep. to look into selling the team. John, what was your first thoughts when you saw that? Maybe there is a God. <laughs> no? uh, I, I think that sometimes, you know, he, he just, he works in mysterious ways. And I'm just glad that, uh, I'm glad that it's, this nightmare is finally over. And uh, I, I hope Ron Vera goes with him. But if not, I at least can like have peace that, you know what? He'll be gone before too long, too, and we'll be able to get a real fresh start. I'm trying to find the official statement from them. Um, basically said they were exploring all options. Um, it's something along the lines of, we've hired Bank of America to mm-hmm. sell the team because I'm a complete douche, and I don't know how to run a football team. So, generally... <laughs> he ended it with that they're also still committed to this team no matter what, which is like, no, you're not because yeah. you're going to sell. Also, but, um, I don't care. I hope to never see you again. Yeah, and from what I've been seeing, because, um, like I said, he didn't say directly they were selling the team, but look into options, but from what everyone's been saying is that you wouldn't hire a bank to look into selling the team if you weren't going to sell the team. Right. Um, allegedly, and this is just all gossip, Yeah. that the, the pushing point was that Tanya Snyder, his wife, who was Supposed to be in charge of the day to day operations. That's now. right. I forgot about that. Um, she did her. If you're not familiar with her, she she did back when the NFL had everyone in pink. You know, during the month of October during the breast cancer month, that was all her. Like mm. she brought that initiative there, October. So she, well, I guess maybe it's last month, she did an event. You know, breast cancer awareness. She was booed wow. by all Commanders fans. Booed, wow. and that might have been like the point where it's like, yeah, now nah, we gotta get out of here. It's time to go. Yeah, Commanders fans. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If it takes insulting breast cancer to do it, you got to do what you got to do. But I found a way. I don't think it was a situation of boom breast cancer. I think like, I know that. I know that. I know, but like they, they, I think it was a situation like they cheered everyone, and then it got to her. It was boom. Right. Like it was no love given for loud like, and clear. And she might have been like the last call, like the build up to it, and like they booed the shit out of her. Good. So. Good. Yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's interesting. Um, alleged potential buyers are Jeff Bezos, El Jefe. Um, Jay Z, El Hazy, Byron Allen, Byron, <laughs> former comedian turned media mogul. Um, RG three threw his name out there. Yep, as a minority owner, don't believe it. 
My dad, if he won the lottery, which he did, <coughs> he did not win the lottery. No, the winning ticket was in Haymarket, unfortunately. It was not in our area. Was that a Sheets? Sheets in Haymarket that I've been to multiple times. I could have bought that. No, no, the winner was in California. Powerball? Powerball? Mm-hmm. I saw there was a Powerball winner in the Haymarket. I don't know how it works, but the big jackpot was in California. I don't know how that works either. I don't know how we keep getting all this much money for the lottery. It's because there's a bunch of homeless motherfuckers out there who <laughs> they just take the money from people in you know, the lottery tickets. That's how it works. Oh, man. Extra taxes. America. That's how you tax homeless people right there. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit them with the lottery. I, I, I keep going at gas station. I wish you guys, I wish there was a separate section for that fucking Powerball shit because people who buy those lottery tickets, they take like 10 minutes. Yeah, because they got to ring that shit up, and every time I hear them go, "Hey, let me get a number." Oh man, come on, dog! I'm trying to put gas in the car. And you yeah, gotta get- bro. One time, uh, my parents sent me to the store to get like lotto tickets to give the kids and shit for like uh, Christmas. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I went up there and I was like, "Give me fifty lottery tickets or whatever." I did not realize how big a fucking deal this was gonna be. And I had like people waiting behind me and shit. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like I didn't realize I was about to be this you big. Thought it was a quick buy? Yeah, I thought they was like, "Oh, here's fifty tickets." They had to like pull them, wheel them all out of this big old thing and count them up. And I was just like, "God damn!" I didn't realize this was such a fucking process. And think about it, people do that every day. It's crazy. They go out and buy it. Every At least I did day. it in bulk. Yeah, they're buying one ticket a day. Like, I heard, let me get two power balls, and I'm like, oh. Come on, man. Right. I'm just trying to put $20 on pump six. Like, Bruh. get out the way, man. Bruh. Every once in a while, you run into the nice dude who's like, hey, let me get. Hold on, hold on, young buck. Yeah, you, right. you go ahead and go, man. You go ahead and go. I'm going to be a minute. You go ahead and go. Yeah, let him all go. He'll let the whole line go because he thinks he's going to win, like, what, $50, but it right. never wins out. Right. Um. So, yeah, there's that possibility. It's a lot of hope in the Washington area right now. Um, the Nationals, they're selling a the team, so that that's up for, you know, People have mentioned Ted Leonis, but I don't think he'll be able to. If he owns all four teams. That man must be rich as shit. I guess. Well, Wait, he, he owns the the Nationals too? He's looking into buying them. Wow. Right? What a, I mean, the dude's a douche, but what a G. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. He yeah, is he is a douche. I know why he's a douche. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, he's got money. Yeah. He got bread. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, will this interest your – will this bring you back to fandom? Yeah. You, you, you've been disconnected. We've yeah, been for sure. Disconnected for them. For no, I, I mean, I'm already like a little bit more interested in them now, mm-hmm. just hearing about this, and um, you know, I think so because, and I'm not going to start calling the commanders or nothing, but like, I, I do kind of want to see them win, and maybe once they get good enough, maybe they will earn the respect of being called the commanders. But they're still the Redskins to me, and um, I'm. Just rolling. You like to see it. a nice little, a nice rebuild is what you would like to see. Yeah, sure. I mean, I don't really have any expectations. I, I've I've learned to just watch football for the gambling, but uh, kind of what we do now. Yeah, really. I, I, I love the game. And I, I found, it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's definitely how I look at the game now too. Yeah, and I, and I love football, and I love like you know really analyzing it and seeing who the better teams are. And gambling has really helped with that because mm-hmm. now I can like well, I can really watch games purposefully more. It just makes it easier, um, and I don't have to worry about the Redskins being good any given year. And so I think I will, but it's never going to be like it was when I was a kid hoping they would win the Super Bowl. It's hard for it. Especially, it's just that watching that game and watching them in those ugly-ass all-black uniforms. I told you back when it was in Dallas, when they played Dallas, and they had those all-blacks on. And I was like, this doesn't look like a Dallas-Washington. Right. It doesn't even look the same. And that's when, like, my fandom was like... Yeah. Maybe one day, though. Maybe one day. I mean, I live here, so... I mean, obviously, it's like we're in the area, and you, you, I heard someone say this who wasn't even like a Washington fan, but like when he was watching the game, I think he either watched the game or he he was going to the game or passed it by 
FedEx Field and he saw nothing but Eagles fans. Mm. He was like, I'm not a Commanders fan, but God damn it, I have some hometown pride and it's fucking embarrassing yeah. to see a bunch of Philadelphia motherfuckers just invade our stadium. Right. And he was like, I wouldn't go, you know, whatever, put on He was like, I'm not saying it, I, I will cheer, but it's like, for Jesus, show up for the team. Like One of these days, I'll actually have confidence that the Redskins will win. And then I'll start going to a game, but like right I, now, I, I can't I'm not make, gonna I'm not gonna buy a ticket to a game feeling like we're gonna lose. Well, they got to do a lot more in the win for me because I've been to that city, been horrible. Yeah, I know, it's, it's true. horrible. It's a horrible walk. I, I don't know if anyone's ever been there if you're yeah. in outside the country, but you got to pay at least it's it's going to be at least fifty dollars a park. That's maybe, all. Maybe maybe Jeff Bezos will just Amazon Prime us a stadium like <laughs> right, right in the middle of the city. Just comes in a big old box. Drop it right in the middle of FedEx Field. Right. Well, hey, they're going to put it in Virginia, apparently, though, right? And they're going to put it at the best part. They should put it in Dumfries. Oh, yeah, because that's exactly where, you know, traffic never is. Yeah, right? I really think Dumfries is, like, the essential, like, prime hub spot for them to put it. Yeah, because, you know, there's that uh, aquaquan. There, there's a school this there. So, there's a school so there <laughs> called John Paul the Great, and they should put it, like, right across the street from John Paul the Great because I can't think of any anyone, like, who really would have a problem with that? They should, because then guess what's going to happen? My house is going to go on the fucking market because I'm getting the fuck away from that shit. And I will tell my grandmother, we need to go now. Yo. Now, because everything is going to the top. Could you imagine them putting Dumfries with how, and I know anyone who's listening out of market has no idea what I'm talking about, but there's a stretch before you get to where I live at. It's Aquacon, and it's possibly the worst the worst traffic spot in all of 95. Right. And you would have to pass that just to get there. And I can't imagine just how backed up traffic would be. You you would have to leave at like 7 a.m. to get there. To you're, get there in time. You're joking, but literally, you have to leave at, at like that time to get there just to beat the traffic. Be so crazy. And then you just have to stay in Dumfries. Because yeah. it's like, all right, I just got to be here until 1 o'clock. You, you got to tailgate. Yeah, it's like, I'm going go to the tailgate. Yeah. Like, it's whatever. I just got to be here. Like, yeah. it's, I, I, I don't know. Or man. you can bike to the game. <laughs> not biking to the commander's game oh man well one owner is out and then there's another owner somewhere making shithead decisions and he's in indianapolis his name is jim ursay i'm gonna let you get this off your chest you got things to i got say. a lot to get off chest first of all commander's fancy this is what makes me mad about them and this is when when i was really out on them this is when they pissed me off jim ursay came out and said that he believes that dan snyder should be um i believe ousted he said that he doesn't think he's fit to be an NFL owner. And all the Commander fans like, thank you, Jim Mercy, save us. And I said, nah, calm it the fuck down because he's not as clean either. He's got just as much dirty skeletons in the closet as Dan does. It's just Dan probably leans towards the other side. He leans towards another side, so he gets some passes. Not a political podcast, just saying it is what it is. Um, he makes just as much as bonehead decisions. He lucked his way at the two generational quarterbacks. He was able to get a Super Bowl out of one, and then he made one retire early in Andrew Luck. Um, Peyton Manning went there, and they made sure Peyton Manning and Eli Manning both had great careers. because He league, almost had to retire a little early. Because of a neck injury. Because of a neck injury. Now, the league, uh, luckily, on the Manning side is... I found this out over like the past like few months on YouTube. There's an obsession, not with our generation, but the generation for us. There's an obsession with Archie Manning and the fact that he was on a bad team, but he was really good okay. and never won. I feel like that obsession carried into the league to where it was like, well, we got to make his sons great. Like, right. I think that's why Matt Stafford got a ring because they're like, look, we're not about to prop up Matt Stafford's children. 
like we did Archie Manning. <laughs> so we got to get him a ring. Right. I never, never knew about this obsession. It, it's like really known. Like people were like, yeah, Archie Manning would have been the greatest of all time if he didn't ring. And he was, he has good stats. Yeah. So like as an argument, I just didn't know that like so many people felt that way about Archie Manning. And that's why I paid any like it, whatever. It's like Dan Marino before Dan Marino. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, regardless of, like I said, Jim Irsay, he's got his skeleton in the closet. Um, I like to say that he's the first Hunter Biden. He got his team from his daddy. <laughs> Um and he did just as much drugs as Hunter Biden did, and he had to go to rehab for his shit. So let's we we go and dig deep. He's not a good guy either. Now what he has done recently, I feel <sighs> the lawsuit that who's it? Who's the guy from the Dolphins that had the lawsuit against the league saying that they were race discrimination? Oh, Flores. Flores. Does he still have that out? Or I don't did know. he settle? I'm not sure. I'm because following. what what Jim Irsay did didn't help. Um. He decided to fry Frank Wright after, look, I don't know if that was GM or whoever it was who just tried to keep plugging playing after Andrew Luck retired and just say, hey, we're going to put this quarterback here. We're going to get this quarterback here. Whatever it is, he never got a fair shake at a good quarterback in their prime. Um, you could say he got Phillip Rivers. Okay, but Phillip Rivers was well past. We see what's happened to Matt Ryan. And he had Jacoby Brissett, and that's it. Never got a chance to have a quarterback that he could truly work with and develop. So he gets fired. Fine, whatever. Happens all the time. Coaches get fired all the time, right? So at least, John, you know what they did? They went and hired someone with some experience, you know, NFL level. Oh, wait, no. They are Jeff Saturday, their former center, who coached three years of high school football, um, probably about as many years I've coached a flag football. We've got the same amount of experience. And he is now the interim head coach for the Indianapolis Colts for the foreseeable future. So can I, I'm going to let you keep steamrolling, but I want to say when you mentioned this to me yesterday, I was a little bit uh, defensive and was like, you know, he was a good player and a smart player and they probably just want a fan favorite. And so it made sense to me, but I did see a a Joy Taylor uh, uh, on her show Uh and she made a point that I did not realize it made a lot of sense to me. I didn't know Reggie Wayne was on their staff. Like. They could have <laughs> hired Reggie Wayne as as their head coach and gotten like the same effect. So I'm now leaning more in your direction. At first, I thought you were overreacting, and then she brought up that slight little detail and changed my mind. Hey, look, you can go by Eric Bahimi. Look, there's what is there five coaches in the league now? I think Eric Bahimi just wants to stay in Kansas City. I think that's how that He's is. He's been in interviews though, and he hasn't gotten a job. I know, but I don't think that's people. I, I, and I don't know. I yeah, don't pay I, that but much also, attention. I've but. heard things about him where that's neither here nor there. There's a bunch of other coaches that have had Fair missed enough. opportunities of color. Yeah. And it's been a complaint of Mike Tomlin. It's been a complaint of Ron Revere, who's on that board. Um, and I'm pretty sure there was a bunch of coaches on that staff. Not, I'm not even going to. I could go with the Rooney one say black. There's a bunch of coaches on there. And he chose Jeff Saturday, who hasn't even been in the league for a cup of coffee to coach. Right. He's a good analyst, though. Good analyst. Great analyst. There's a bunch of great analysts that don't make head coaches. That's true. That's very true. They just true. fired Herm Edwards on the field in Arizona. Huh. Uh, what'd you call it? Arizona Sun Devils? Yeah. They showed a video of him getting fired. He's walking off. He's taking, like, I don't know, they're saying it's out, but he's talking to the dude, and basically like, he's about to get fired, and he was fired that day. Yo. So, made the connection. On the field, that's so disrespectful. I don't think they met for the cameras. Sun popular. Devils. If that's such true, they should ne- no one should ever like want to coach. What a coach. Their college football is a different beast, Bruh. Different beast. It's crazy. <clears throat> I said that to say this. That look, I said this before. There's a bunch of dumb dick owners in the league, and Jim Ursay is one of them. He's no better than Daniel Snyder, and 
When Snyder said he might be a little better than Darren Snyder, but that's not saying eh, much. Maybe, <laughs> that's not saying that much. much. But when Snyder said that he had dirt on everyone, best belief, Ursay was probably one of those guys that he had dirt on. So yeah, it's in Ursay's best interest for Snyder to get the league, but probably isn't because once Snyder's out, it's time to start looking around and time to start who's the next up. target. And once they get go to Jerry Jones next, because we know he's out of here. He's gonna die before that. Happens. Yeah, and that's the plan. They're gonna stand Liam. Um, Jerry Jones is there's next. A, there's a, you know, you get to a certain age where if you're not, like, president of the United States, you we don't need to criticize you anymore. Like, you're going to be gone. <laughs> exactly. We can talk about it after you're dead or something, but That's let's just said. let you live it out. Once Jerry Jones is gone, they're going to start looking around the league and say, well, who's – I think it's him. I think that motherfucker in Jacksonville. I think they started – what's his name? Oh, the guy who made the pool. Oh, uh, because his son – The runs, weird mustache. His son runs AEW. I can't even – I know remember. who you're talking about. Um, Fuck. Art something. Not art. It's oh, – fuck. I know his son's name so well, and I can't think of it right now because he mm. runs a fucking wrestling promotion. But I think they're gonna start looking at him. Okay, I think they're gonna look around all the league and be like, well, you know, what? let's 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 see what's really going on. Even though they know what's really going on, but yeah. it's like, you know, y'all talking a lot of shit about Snyder. Like, there is why some owners stay quiet. Like, yeah, we don't like him either, but right, you know, like, <laughs> it, yeah. It, whenever have you ever watched Survivor? Yeah, uh, I've just right. started. I just saw a couple seasons recently, so I understand how it works now. You, it's nice to have someone that you know everyone else is going to vote off so that you're <laughs> not going to get voted off, you know? So uh, I think that it, they, the, what you just said is right on the button, and it's like they're not going to say anything about him because he's the scapegoat so that they don't get talked about. <coughs> exactly. Shahid Khan is his name. Tony oh, okay. Khan is his son's name. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's basically what I had. I thought it was crazy that that guy, Jeff Saturday, and look, no disrespect to Jeff Saturday. He was a great center in this league. Yeah. And I, I think – Maybe if he was given a chance, he could probably be a good coordinator at first, work his way up, and maybe he could be a good head coach. But to just get this off the rip, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. When there's a bunch of black assistant coaches that are really going, literally going around saying, hey, we can't get a job. This is how you handle it? Yeah. I don't understand how Roger Cadet, well, he's not Adam Silver. So he's not going to step in as much as he should. But I'd be like, hey, man, we got a lawsuit against us, and you went out here and hired a white guy that played center that's never coached before. You think that's helping us? Right. That's helping us? Well, honestly, and by the way, if you saw the press conference, Jeff Saturday, he looks shocked as shit like, huh? <laughs> Wait, that's what this is about? I thought we were naming the head coach together. You, I'm the head coach? <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I wouldn't have worn a coach jersey up here if I knew that. Other <laughs> you know what's crazy? We looked it up. They play the Vegas, right? They play the Vegas tracks, right? He tweeted, man. The Raiders' defense is horrible, which is like him talking shit. Fine, whatever. He's a he's a person that can you know commentate anything want. That lets me know though he did not know he had no idea he right. was going to be a head coach of a football team in the, in the next two days. Right, no idea he was going to. Or else that tweet would have never went up. Yo, they probably really did just call him, give him some sweet offer, and he rolled over his mind and said, "Why not? <laughs> what what like what for him? What is there to lose? Oh, uh, no, well, nothing." Nothing. Especially Except for, like, people talking shit about him for being white. But, like, yeah. other than that, there's nothing for him to lose. Well, I don't know if he'll ever get a – well, he could probably still get an NFL head coaching job. I mean, what if he coaches well? That's the thing. Like, everyone's assuming he won't, and I'm, I understand it. Mm-hmm. Why? And he probably won't. But maybe he's, like, just a uh, just a natural head coach. You never know. Could be, but I highly doubt it. I we'll highly see doubt what it. We'll see what happens. Um, I, I guess – look, I get it. They're still in the house, and they're wanting to rebuild and start over. But I don't know. I think Frank Wright was unjustly fired. I think. Yeah, I thought he was decent. I thought he was decent, and he did well with the pieces he was given. He was never given a. Was, was he their coach this year? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And he was there last year. And yeah, co- I never saw coaching as the problem. They had a couple injuries. Their they never. They never went and got him a competent quarterback yeah. that was in their prime, at least. Right. In order for him to succeed, well, he had Andrew Luck for a little bit. What he had him for a season? Yeah. Maybe, and then the next year he retired, and it's like they never. They kept just trying to plug and play. Plug. I and am play. a little surprised that Andrew Luck didn't come back after they had formed a team. You know, it's kind of crazy that he he's really done with football. Yeah. Like when you see him. Like, you know how you see sometimes you see players that retire, you're like, ah, he might. Like, you look at Andrew Luck, like, oh, no, he's done. He's, like, skinny as shit and, like, like he, obviously not interested. Yeah, in it's like, oh, no, he really doesn't want. Like, it's one of those things when the media asks him, I'm like, don't even ask him. Like, you don't he, wanna. he does not want to play football. Yeah. Like, he's over it. Like, right. it's it's just a No, I was one of those guys who was like, yeah, he's going to retire, but I think once, like, he gets his body right, right and, like, maybe the team looks a little different, he might come back. Nope, doesn't look like it. He is done. Yep. Done and, and whatever, his choice. It's his choice, man. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Like, yeah. maybe, I guess it gets to you after all the time. You, yeah. You, I mean, and when you look at it, like, he was just getting hurt all the time over the course of, like, two, three seasons because yeah. his offensive line was killing him. Like, that'll kill you physically and mentally. Like, I, I totally went, get it. Then they went and got a good offensive line. Right. And, That's and the thing that kind of confuses me. I'm surprised he didn't think, like, you know, they look like we – because with Andrew Luck, that's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Like, <laughs> automatically. Sure. Yes, like, I think everyone So, So, that. I'm a little surprised there, but you know what? If he's really just done with football, good for him. You know, he, he's got his life figured out. Yeah, it's it's crazy. All right, real quick before we get out of here, we got um, we did award predictions before the season started. We got the NFL's midseason awards. Um, so we'll start. Most valuable player. Who do you think they have? Oh wow, tough. Off the, I haven't thought about this very hard. Who, Most, they, who do you think they say is leading the race for MVP? Jalen Hurts. They got him at two. Hmm. So who's number one? When you think about it, it's pretty obvious. Not obvious, but it's kind of like oh. Okay, is it like Pat Mahomes? I'm Pat Mahomes. He's yeah. three. He's tied for second with Jalen Hurts. Josh Allen. Yep. Okay. Josh Allen. I was number thinking one. he's hurt. But. Tied for fourth, uh, Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow is way too high. At four. Right, I, I like Joe Burrow. Who else would you have above uh, okay. him? Okay, as, like, as four. I mean, uh, I like Joe Burrow. Yeah, but people gotta stop sucking him. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I, I'm with you. But who else would you think? Um, Derrick Henry. Like they're not gonna give, but. I know. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, right, that's right. why it's like because um, if we're being for real, it, it's a quarterback it, award. I get it. Yeah, it should be a couple other players. I think that should be probably if we be for real, Micah Parsons should probably be too. Yeah, true, so. true. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I am having trouble figuring out a quarterback I'd put in front of him. But that's the thing with the MVP award. It's a, it's not from it's for most valuable yeah. quarterback or like and, Aaron Donald or you know, yeah. They, whatever. I keep saying they need to adjust that and that things need to happen, but that's a different conversation. Different conversation. Offensive player of the year. I guess is how they address it. Um. Yeah, that's right. This is all the skill positions. Yeah. Um. That's so stupid. Uh. Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley. Derrick Henry two. Saquon Barkley not franked. What? Yeah. That's crazy. The Giants are disrespected this year. Yeah, for real. They keep getting wow. disrespected. Um. <coughs> Derrick Henry is two. Okay. Uh. It's a wide Chris, receiver. Christian McCaffrey. Um. Wide receiver. Uh, Cooper Cup. Um, Justin Jefferson? Nope. AFC East. AFC East. Stephon Diggs. That's Stephon Diggs. Um, who else is it? So not the Patriots, not the Jets. Oh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, number one. Derrick Henry two. Jalen Hurts three. Josh Allen four. Pat Mahomes five. I don't think any quarterback should ever win Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, this is not fair. Yeah, like, for real. Like you gotta like have you have to reward 
other right. players. Like you're gonna make the MVP all yeah. quarterbacks, right? Uh, defensive player of the year, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons. Yeah. yeah, and because he's such dominant, it's like Matthew Judon is is number two. <laughs> it's like plus two thousand. Like, right. and it's not even close to who everyone thinks it is. Uh, right. Uh, offensive rookie of the year. You might not be able to pull this one. Offensive rookie is Chris Olave. Chris Olave's three. Damn. Um, Damian Pierce two. Ooh, you got the top three. Wow, who's number one? What position is it? Running back. Running back. NFC West. NFC West. Not the 49ers. Nope. Is the Seahawks running back or rookie? Yep. It's him. Kenneth uh, Walker Kenneth third. Walker. Wow. And defensive rookie of the year, to me, it's easy. I don't know why there's other two people Defensive rookie. AFC East again. AFC East again. Damn, they're cleaning up. Um... Who is it? Sauce Gardner. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. I didn't know he, he played. If these. you look at the stats he's, he's been putting. He's on the putting, Jets. I've heard about him. The stats he's been putting up and the defense he's been playing. Yeah. yeah. I've heard. Yeah. I heard. I actually saw a stat that was comparing him to uh, um, Trayvon Diggs, and they were like, it, they're the two. Yeah. He, yeah. He's been dominating. So, yeah, he should yeah. definitely be defensive rookie of the year. Uh, comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. It's, I wonder if you could guess all four. You think I can? I think you could. Comeback player of the year. Let's see who was hurt last year, and I'm struck. I don't know if I can do do this. Um, I, I think you Loki could. Comeback player of the year. I'm blanking, dude. I got nothing. Give me one. Give me the the obvious one. Uh, you want the number fourth rank? Yeah, Derrick Henry. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, he did get hurt last season. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Um, number three. I talked a lot of shit about. Oh, Saquon's on that list. Saquon is two. One. Oh, two. what? <laughs> I can't believe this. Number three, I talked a lot of shit about. Number three, you talked a lot of shit? And he was recently traded. Chris McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's yeah, number that three. Yeah, that makes sense. He number, could also be number one. And number one? Alvin Kamara? No. NFC West again. NFC West? <coughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel? Not on the 49ers. Cooper Cup. Odell, not on the Rams. No. Not on the Rams. Seahawks. Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Oh, Comeback shit. player of the year. Oh, shit. That's right. And to wrap this all up. That's too. such a Can I just say? It's so weird because all those other dudes are injuries. Geno Smith was like, his career was just His shitty. career was so that's dumb. So, I, like, that's why he went so over my head. Because I'm thinking of who got it, injured. Like, oh, my God. It, it, his, his career just wasn't shit for so long. And here he wow. is. Dominating at, a, at what looks like an MVP level. I that mean, that was that's a great award to follow. That is that is and final coach of the year. Coach of the year. If it's Ron Rivera, I might kill myself. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna say uh, I would like to know the odds on what he would have to be coach. Of I'll the tell you what the odds. I'll be killing myself if he did it. And it's you bet that because I will. And um, so let's see. Uh, <coughs> you know what. This is always just the teams with the best record. Eagles coach, coach of the year. Yep. Number one ranked, Nick Sirianni. Easy. Number two, do you know who? Um, Who's got the second best record? The Vikings coach? Nope. Same It's same division as Eagles. NFC East. Oh, true. Uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. No, the Giants coach. Dayball. Brian Dayball. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. time for third. Um, Is there anyone I've said so far? Nope. Um, Andy Reid? Nope, Andy Reid's not even on the list. Yeah, I didn't think so. They never, they never actually give it to the best coach. 
No, they they give it to the this, teams with the best records. Yeah, it's a narrative award. Is the Vikings on there? Vikings coach on there? He is tied for fifth. Tied for fifth with two of his former Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel's up there, and oh, they, Kyle they, not Kyle Shanahan. Um, but the oh, guy, McVay. Oh no, not McVay. Sorry, I got that wrong. No, it's not McVay. It's Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Oh, okay. That makes five. sense. That makes sense. And tied for third is Pete Carroll and Robert Salah. Pete Carroll's the only one that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Keep, Pete Carroll should be one, and he's definitely the coach of the year. But like, because of what he's doing, they always give it to the team with the best record, which it's just a dumb award. Ooh, it, look, you can see each analyst's ballot. They really do just give it to the best team, and it's like whoever happened to be coaching it, like, good that's job. That's how they get. Yep. That's but, how they get. You know, it's funny. That's how they do it on Madden. Too. Yeah. It's no. like, oh yeah, I dominated, so boom, there it is. Coach the, of the year. The clear coach of the year is is uh, so far is Pete Carroll. Facts. He facts. He's doing well. He, I thought. I mean, well, everyone preseason is like the Seahawks taking... are going to be the worst team in the league. They're one of the best. You know, it's funny. It's it's. <laughs> I know we weren't talking too much NBA. But same things happen to Utah Jazz right now. Yeah, yeah Utah Jazz are taking their like number one. Uh, that's going to stop eventually. Then obviously they won't finish one seat, but they will finish right with a good spot in the playoff yeah. run. So. I don't know. I don't know. They, they don't have the same coach, right? They they fired him. The yeah, they guy. fired yeah. Uh, Snyder. Remember, they they right. wholesale. They have the worst uniforms ever I've seen. Um, so I guess Tanky might be dead. Yeah, I mean, Tanky might be dead. Adam Silver said he's going to unleash the wrath of God on anyone who he keeps saying that too, and no one's tanking in the league right now. Right. Like it's getting in my nerves. Like the Lakers aren't tanking; they're just bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like no one's tanking. He keeps saying that shit. I'm just, you know, I know it's not going to happen because no one likes the Wizards, but I'm just hoping that the lottery looks the Wizards' way for some. For you don't have to worry about that because KD's coming to DC. I don't want that. KD's coming it's to DC. It's Jay. too late. I wanted that five years it's ago. It's happening now. He's bringing Westbrook back. Oh God! I'm telling you, why would you wish that? Big three. This isn't your team. Bill. Don't talk about my team like this. Like <laughs> I'm trying to wheel some good to your team. That's not good. It is Westbrook. Westbrook. Bill Who are you? Durant. You know this is in 2012, right? Big three. You know it's 2022? New big three. You know it's 2022, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's going to happen. KD's going to get one ring with the Wizards, and that's what's going to happen. Not with him. Westbrook. Because he, he owes it to Westbrook. He owes it to Westbrook, so he has to get one with Westbrook, and it's going to be Beal on that team, too, with Kuzma, and I don't know, they'll find a center. When Kev- did you have all this faith in Kevin Durant? I've always had the faith in KD once he left the Golden State Warriors. You know this. <laughs> You know, the thing is, like, I wish KD had a more, you know, defendable career because I like him off the court. I like him on the court. That's why he's got to come home. He gets a championship that means something. First off, it's just not going to happen. Second, it's too late for him. He's old. Nah, man. you got That's why it's like the, this is the last shot. He can't be the best player on a it's championship team. It's the last team. shot, man. He can't be the best player on a championship team. He's got one more year. He doesn't. And it's going to be next year. You're crazy. He's going to bring one with Beal, Westbrook. Come on, man. Up top. Left hand up. Who are we? The Washington Wizards. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> I'm just hoping for the one, Victor Von Bayana. That's all I'm hoping for. Maybe no. maybe Scoot no. Henderson. That kid. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He hit a shot the other day. The one-legged three. Jesus Bro. Christ. When he hit that, I said if he if he gets just a little bit of muscle, it's right. a problem. And stays healthy. It's a problem. And I told my girl, I was like, he's going to be one of those players that rules are going to change. Yeah. Rules are going to change because he's going to be like, I don't know. They're going to be like, no more ISO for seven seconds. They're I don't gonna, know. They're going to have like. to change the traveling rule back to normal because these dudes who are seven foot five are going to be able to take like three or four steps Bro. and be able to get across the whole court. We get in and we get into here. I happened to just catch the Warriors the other night. They caught a carrying call on Jordan Poole three times in a row. 
right? And it was the one time I was actually on Steve Kerr and Draymond Green's side. Because Steve Kerr said, if that is the plan to call that a carry, you better get used to hearing that whistle. Because everyone in the league does. And when I saw the carry, I said, yeah, that's what everyone does. You know what it is? <coughs> and NBA refs do this a lot. Whenever they feel an angry at a person. It's not just feeling – it's when they feel they want to correct a player's behavior. Exactly. And, and, and that's what I thought it was, too. They did it to Allen Iverson with his uh-huh. – but and, and at the Allen Iverson's was not nearly as bad. Jordan Poole will literally pick up the ball, put it in the other hand, and he does it so fast that the refs can't see it. Well, I know which play you're talking about. I saw that play. That was also just the refs had a bad angle. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I can't get mad at the refs for that. Like they just. Have, but what there's, I think what, what they're trying to do is like because the next game because is they call these, the these NBA players, their ball handling so fast. Yeah, little shit like that. Refs are watching for so many things. They're gonna miss it. So like, what? And I'm not saying this is right, but what they're saying, what they're trying to do is like get it in his head. It's like we're coming to get you now. Stop trying to pull extra shit that like we can't catch if we're trying to watch the game. I guess I can see that. It's just that. Three times in a row, it's like, I got... And, you know, I was with you. I was like, they're obviously trying to punish him from some shit. Like, right. he did something. But it's like, Steve Kerr said that they sent the email to him before the game that they're going to start looking to correct that, which I'm with him. Like, if that's the case, all right, y'all about to start blowing the whistle. Like, right. Because John Morant even tweeted, like, bro, I do this all the time. Right. Like, I don't know why I was when they got called that. It's like, when you call it, it's like, oh, you're going after him. Like, I mean, to be honest, they, are, they, Kerr, they have gotten a little lax with the rules where basketball is starting to look a little crazy. Um... Not as much. That's the same lack. Because even Steve Kerr said Jordan did it. Same court carry Jordan did. I don't know. I think they that. missed some. I don't travel. think so. I think it's actually different than that. No, I've looked at Jordan. Everyone, everyone since Jordan has done that carry, and it's not even me calling them out. It's just that's just what happens in the league. Like that's just that's how they're trained. But like, it's like that in line with the uh, the new like gather step rule that they've implemented the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. These players have so much freedom. It's like how do you even play defense anymore? How do you feel about the um, the new um, transition foul? I like it. I, I wanted them to get 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 away from the take foul. From the take foul, where foul and one free throw, and they get the ball back. Yeah. I actually think it's extremely fair. It's been working. It's been effective. Yeah, it's and effective. and and um, and that's the part of basketball we want is in transition. And those take mm-hmm. fouls used to take out the biggest plays in the game. They really did. And I think that it's very fair. You know, one free throw, they keep the ball. Yeah, because because honestly, if you still wanted to do it. There are situations where it would actually still make sense. Like, you know, it's only one free throw. They they have the ball anyways, an easy two points. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually pretty fair. Yeah. So um, I, I think they did a great job. I do too. Um, well, that was a little NBA talk. See, that wasn't so bad. Yeah, I, it wasn't I, so bad. I didn't, bring, I didn't bring too much above the Lakers. I just said you how can't talk too much about NBA stuff. Oh. <laughs> Calm down. We don't have a billion dollars, buddy. All right. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> we can talk too much about Lakers or whatever's going on in Brooklyn. We just talked about how Katie's coming to DC. And, right. And you're gonna get a jersey. I don't know where you got that from. Look, man, you're against it. My grandfather's against it. That shit was so me. out of pocket. I'm I don't know. Where. You, man, it's going it's good for the league. It's gonna be it's gonna happen. It's yeah. gonna happen. Fuck them. Well, great to have you back, Jake. Good to have yeah, you back man, in the continuous United States. We'll have Drake back soon. I don't know, maybe this week. Until then, like we always say. We hope you liked it. Hope you loved it. If not, two tears in a bucket. Fuck it. We out. Peace. Free Brittany Griner.